0: Whether you're coming from a boat, or a stand, welcome back to The Lodge. With your hosts, Matthew Dredsky.
1: Wait, no, 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 no. that's not what I meant. No, no, (laughs) come on, no.
2: Dang. Uh. And Patrick Mudge. I really don't know what to say that's funny because I'm not a very funny person. (laughs) (laughs) True.
0: (laughs) Don't tell me they're gone I won't have nothing left Don't tell me you're strong And you got no regrets If thinking about us, thinking about them Thinking about how I could have been Don't cross your mind
3: Don't tell me Don't tell me
0: Back to the Lodge is brought to you by Icy Tech USA
2: 6.03 p.m. in West Tennessee I'm Patrick I'm Matt I'm Nick And we are Back to the Lodge we're here for episode four. We're Dang. now a month into it, and in uh, a very special week, is it's Nick's birthday.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Don't say it, don't say it." Yeah, we're gonna blast that, dude. I mean, you're you're our sound engineer, and it's your birthday.
0: Well, I appreciate that, man. So you're what, twenty one now? Uh, huh. A couple of years more, <laughs> uh, twenty six. <laughs> just yeah, we'll go with that.
2: So, you know hell he i can't have him cute birthday
4: music so
2: <laughs> he's not gonna do it <laughs> but man we're gonna have a great episode tonight um we got some calling interviews with the one and only guy that started the tv fishing and hunting yes he did the man the myth and i really mean the legend babe winkleman uh we i grew up watching babe yeah so did i, I absolutely mean, i did nick probably didn't uh
0: well no I mean I definitely think he was more of
1: a northern staple. than definitely. he was a southern because you know he's more of a you know pike like fisherman, fit, yeah, walleye, yep. perch. I mean he's definitely more of a northern guy, but I mean his work radiated everywhere. Obviously, a thousand episodes yeah, one, or something. 1000
2: episodes on TV. Yeah, And he's had Lyme disease, I don't even know how many times. All of them, mm. yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, but I mean even getting Lyme disease so severe, he he's actually put a lot of money in his own research. Same, yep. Into uh, treating, uh, what's the proper terminology for the chronic Lyme disease? Or is that it? I think that's it. I think you're trying
1: to throw chronic wasting disease and Lyme disease in the same hat. Yeah, there's there's
2: a Lyme disease that's more life. Oh, yeah. There's definitely different types. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, his his research towards that. um, And just
1: awareness of. Oh,
2: my gosh. Building
1: just the awareness for, you know, I think has been a big issue. He's a huge
2: advocate. I mean, it's even been in his shows. Yep. And episodes over the years, and he's—I mean—he's been on the air since what the '70s, the '60s. Sorry, like so, I mean, I mean, yeah, he, forever. He's, he's been on TV forever, and that was a, that was a Sunday morning staple. Yep. It was you know, turn on the TV, and if you wanted to watch, you know, bass fishing and pike fishing, and you know, from North America to Canada, and I mean, even though Canada is still North America, yeah. but I mean, he's he's fished it all—cold weather, deep deep, deep water, up, you, you know. name it. But uh, super super long career, and and he's also
1: has a big you know big. You know, obviously, we think of him as mostly a fisherman, but he's also done a ton of hunting stuff
2: too. Oh my gosh, yeah! Just outdoor in general, just big time. And he's done a lot for veterans. And I think Oak he's working
1: Beach. on a new, or he's building his new website. And I mean,
2: yeah. So I mean, he, you know, when you talk about back to the lodge and what that means, and you know, the the whole purpose of why we do what we do is to show that mental health aspect of getting outdoors and how the values tie together between, you know, the outdoor celebrity, the veteran. And music, especially country music, because that's, you know, we're back to the lodge on 100.9, the farm, Mm -hmm. true country. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just, it's a perfect blend, and more and more people get excited. And things are still getting crazy again across the country. I mean, it's just another thing, and then another thing, and then another thing. And, you know, last night we were able to just check out and be like.
1: Sort of, because this newest thing. Is basically my hometown.
2: It is, yeah, it is. But, but at least you are able to get your mind off of that. Yeah, oh yeah, for the night, and you know. We oh, were, I know we'll, to
1: what you are referring to. Yeah, now. we'll yeah. we'll talk about that later.
2: Yeah, <laughs> because I still have war wounds from. Yeah, that. you do. <laughs>
1: Rookie, it, it really looks worse than it feels. Yeah, but. we'll get into, We'll get into that later. That's a, that's sort
2: of a deep dive there. But in any case, um, after Babe, one of our sponsors, which you've heard of, I am going to try to. Delicately sponsored and friend and friend. Well, yeah. no, beyond that, yeah. you know, co-veteran, yeah, we'll brother, it, yep. brother, in, brother in arms, special brother, um, CEO and founder, entrepreneur, executive, and philanthropist.
1: Yeah, great guy,
2: um, super great guy, Derek Sisson. Derek is the founder of America Bourbon, which we've talked about on the show. They sponsor the show. Great bourbon available all over the country, affordable quality. Absolutely. And he's got some new products rolling out. Yep. Uh we you know, he's talked of the beer in the past, America beer, which is still in the pipeline, maybe out already. Truly don't know. I'll have to remember to ask him. But um Derek is just I mean, he, he last he, we were at Shot Show back in February, and I couldn't get down there. my schedule was busy. He asked if I could come down. Um he every year uh with the Recon Marine Association or whatever it is. He takes guys that are in wheelchairs out hog hunting in Texas, which the farmers have a major wild boar hog population problem that's destroying the farms down there. Um, So he's able to help the farmers continue to do their farming and get disabled veterans out in the field. And, man, he spares no expense when it comes to the equipment to get these guys out in the field, uh, even being wheelchair accessible and and getting them out there. It's, it's It's amazing. It's a great time. They have a great time. I got to watch the videos and see some photos of it. So, you know, behind the scenes, Derek does so much yep. to give back. Uh, with, you know, he is a former Recon Marine. I mean, super great guy in the Special Forces community and to do what he's doing. Love working with him. Love to partner with him. Uh, so he'll be the second guest on the show. But um, we're going to get to a break. And then let's not forget other sponsors, since yeah. we're already talking about sponsors. Yeah. Uh, Mossy Oak, which, you know. Get outdoors, get mossy, right? Mm-hmm. And then Higdon outdoors, boys up in Paducah, and those guys with their decoys, man, they're just again great people. Yep. You know, they're still supporting Ducks Unlimited, which they probably always will and and always have. <laughs> but you know, we, the DU events are kicking off, and you see Higdon involved, and you know, just people are, you know, they're still doing a lot behind the scenes, despite everything going on, despite COVID, despite. You know the social economy and everything else in the, in the elections. People are just getting it done, man, yep. and that—that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Back to the Lodge, 100.9 The Farm.
5: Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census, but if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now, for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak, made for moments like this.
0: Usually, right about now, we'd be playing some music, but due to restrictions and copyrights, we can't allow music to play. So if you'd like to hear music in between breaks, tune in every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com. Click the Listen Now button and you'll be back to the lodge.
6: This country was born to believe in something larger than itself, a belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything. From defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon, we built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born. It has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on. Love of country and love of a fine bourbon. America Bourbon. Vet owned and made proudly in the USA. Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at
2: americabourbon.com. And we are back to the lodge. So last night we did get outside yeah we did and oh my gosh
1: (laughs) as as we've told people before i'm a fairly avid bow fisherman been doing it for a few years now and patrick's heard me talk enough about it that finally finally we pulled the trigger and we got him (laughs) out on the boat last night and uh i mean patrick talked about his experience a little little bit but i I mean I, i can see on the look on his face he was
2: he's pretty pleased with last night i was happy i did i had a blast absolute blast i mean if you ever thought about getting out and bow fishing it is so much fun oh yeah
1: i know i mean i've been doing it um and and like everybody i mean well i mean not everybody there are a lot of people like benny who we had on last week who never go past the fun fishing they never take it to that tournament level um it does take sort of a person who is just on the inside competitive and we definitely definitely, we definitely saw it come out in patrick last night uh it was just (laughs) me it was me my teammate alex and then uh and Patrick, but he saw me and Alex in our competition between the two of us, and he stepped right in there. And it was intimidating. I mean, you guys are good for for a guy who's never done it before. Um, I don't want to give him a bigger head than he has, but you, yes, did, did. you did well, man. You did, you did, you did well. You put you know twenty plus fish in the boat, and that four. I mean, it was really like thirty. Well, that that our twenty was plus plus, yeah, <laughs> plus plus.
2: <laughs> no, I was I was just thrilled. One, you know, the first few were just garbage when i shot and then when i finally got the first one i'm like okay the curse is gone now we can get into this yep. and just hold that spot and i was just like oh i got another one i got another one, I got another one. you're like what the heck
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. ended <laughs> so, up with what about 106 last night and yeah. you know half a night which um you know me and my team we always joke around if you don't put 100 fish in the boat it wasn't worth going out that night And um, it was a blast so you know you got to cut your teeth a little bit on it. I think you're a little bit addicted already at this point. It's been most of our conversation today has been about last oh, night. Oh, yeah.
2: It's definitely, you can get
1: addicted real quick. Seems like you got a little stinging sensation from last night. From I did
2: last <laughs> night. It's gone now. I mean, it looks horrible. But yeah, I mean, I... We always yeah, so talk Alex, about
1: the dumb things I do. Now it's your oh, turn. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Alex
2: went to shoot at that gar. And, and that's the other thing I love about it is you're restoring the ecosystem. Because you're getting rid of a lot of the, the invasive species, not just the garb, but especially in other parts the silvers, of the country. We, we yeah, put a bunch of silver silvers carp. in the
1: boat last night, those Asian carp that jump. You know, over that in Virginia, aware.
2: that you know, you can get rid of snakehead. Nope. And, you know, A lot of invasive species that are just destroying the ecosystem. A lot of people don't understand that, that they're killing off
1: the regular ecosystem. Especially fish. those ones that are so, so, so difficult to catch on rod and reel, mm-hmm. which is what people typically think of you know, fishing, because mm-hmm. you need a fishing license to bowfish. We like to call bow fishing, it's force feeding. That's what you're doing. You're force feeding them a fiberglass, you know, arrow. But yeah, like Patrick said, you get to, for the most part, select what you're you're shooting at. So we got into some silvers last night and that's always Mm -hmm. fun for someone who has never been around the hecticness of airborne silvers. Um, It was fun. It was fun. It was so
2: much fun. But yeah, I, I did learn that when the fish shoots from, I was on the right side. I was on the the starboard side for the most part. And when Alex went to shoot at one of the fish and he missed, it shot to my side on the right. So like an idiot, (laughs) I didn't realize, you know, I've shot a bow and hunted for many years and you don't move as much. You don't move anywhere near as much. So you're always on the move. You're always changing. You're always moving. And the fish don't really get spooked by that very much. But I went to turn real fast and I, you know, turned my wrist a little too far. Instead of my entire upper body, and I snapped the bowstring right in my, we'll call it the elbow pit. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like your arm pit with the elbow to the forearm. Is, yeah. It's rough looking. Now, if you thought that sucked, <laughs> 10 minutes later, I did it again. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. If you thought he made a noise that first time, that second time, he really let you know what happened. The rest of the story mm. is not appropriate for uh, FM radio. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And look, we gave him a hard time about it, but the fact of the matter is,
2: you like didn't he, have to. I didn't hear anything except for like my mind going, <laughs> "You idiot!"
1: I've, it, it happens <laughs> to everybody, like you said. The hecticness of of bow fishing and just constantly moving and bouncing, and on, until you—I mean, truthfully—until you slap yourself a few times with a string and sort of well, learn and, the hard and, way. And truthfully,
2: it's the first time in my life I've ever had to, sh- you know, aim and target a moving object. Yep. Where you know, if you're deer hunting or something you're usually waiting for the animal to stop. The fish could be doing 20 knots. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to follow it. <laughs> and most of the time you have seconds to process fish. If that the arrow
1: needs to be released. Yeah. I mean, you have, you know, two, three seconds. So for the people that don't necessarily have the muscle memory yet, yeah, these things happen. But luckily enough, I still got
2: that fish. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so, you did. <laughs> I got it. And I got it. <laughs> it was, whoo. <whew. laughs> so yeah, it, the inside of my entire left arm <laughs> looks like it was shot with a beanbag from a 12 cage <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing a little mental
1: checklist i think that we crossed five species off the list last night yeah that's which and man at the snakes we saw last Ooh, night had at least 40 of them you know, and speak, they were everywhere speaking of how this show we always ta- you know we always talk about the outdoors and and just taking a second to reflect on what you're looking at we shut the big motor down at one point because we were watching the snake in the water mm-hmm. and. Although I know this happens, I've never actually seen one happen, ha- see one actually do it. It was a banded water snake and it was fishing. And it was forming like these little figure eights almost. And it was creating this little wake in between the edges of the figure eight, which mm-hmm. would trap a, a small minnow a into like a little whirlpool right there. And then yep. it would try to snap mm-hmm. at those whirlpools. Mm-hmm. And we sat there with the big motor Not off, even still, a couple minutes. still the lights on, just watching the snake fishing. Which was, I don't know, maybe seven feet from the boat. It was borderline and then, genius. And then all of a sudden it just snatched one. And it was it was a really cool where, you know, we're fishing off of an airboat, so they're loud and we have the music cranked, but for that moment when we turn the motor off, turn the radio off
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you're hearing the sounds of the water and 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 I everything you're watching <laughs> It was, and you know, finally everybody on the boat was quiet, watching it too. It was just one of those sort of serene moments of it's the National that, Geographic in yeah, real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I would have known that that's what was about <clears throat> to happen, I wish I would have recorded it. Yeah. But I didn't because I just I was in the moment, and yeah. that's I mean yeah. that's a big thing with the outdoors. Falling yeah, but into that you know, moment,
2: I, and we that's the way our generation thinks now is like, man, I wish we recorded. Right. But to just stop and forget your phone and just go, I'm going to watch this. I mean. We miss out on some of those things. So, yeah, I think not grabbing your phone. You know, you may have missed it if yeah. you would have grabbed your oh, phone. Yeah. So, I mean, just the, the cool things. And like you said, yeah, for him to do that and create that whirlpool and, like, suck that minnow in. Man, that was so cool. And I then we fun. ended
1: up, and you know what, truthfully, in, in the years past of me seeing I, I've untold numbers of snakes in the water bow fishing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I have seen snakes doing that but i thought they were like fighting the wake of the boat or you know what i mean like half spooked i didn't They're I didn't just never, like patrolling i never processed yeah. what was happening until last night when we watched it and then after that not i don't know 100 yards down the bank
2: we see another banded water snake doing mm-hmm. the same thing um i mean they were even out in the middle oh yeah of the lake i mean way far from the banks and it's like wow i, I mean, mean you i mean you know they hunt at night right that, that's inevitable that's a given but I just, last night was beautiful. The sun, or, you know, the sun. Nah. <laughs> the moon was Lack up. Lack of sun. Yeah, the moon was <laughs> up, and there was plenty of star. It was just natural twilight last yeah. night. And between that and obviously some of the, the lower lights, the LEDs on the boat, it was just serene. And, I mean, the snakes were out everywhere. At one point, we almost had one coming. Oh, no, two. We had one that tried to crawl in the boat well. right in the beginning. And then at one point, there was a branch that had one on it. And we didn't see it and got really close to it. Really? And I was like, I mean, oh, okay.
1: Within inches. And, and of the years and years and hours and hours that I've spent on bow fishing boats, I've seen many snakes come mm-hmm. check. We call it checking the boat. They come up, they sort of bump their head on it and realize yeah. they're not coming in. They turn around and go away.
2: And but, I'm not worried about the water snakes, but, but the, you're, you're so many of them that you can't sit that, there and really look at every single one. And it's like, okay, did that cottonmouth just come yeah. in the boat? The three or
1: four <laughs> that I have had in the boat have all came out of trees. And I'm yeah. not. I am not. I'm not scared of snakes. They don't. Um, spiders is the thing I don't like. Snakes don't bother me. <laughs> we had plenty me. of those last night. But too. <laughs> but when you get a, you know those. I mean, they look from the water moccasin to the banded water snake. They are so similar. And at night in the in the light, it, night it's it's, it's sort of hard to process real quickly what they are unless you can check for those bars under their mouth and stuff like that. They're very hard to process mm-hmm. what they are. So middle of the night you're fishing and you hear a thump and you turn around and you see a snake going crazy in the boat. I mean, it's it's very difficult in that moment to process. Should I be worried? And yeah. luckily, yeah. we didn't have any in the boat last night. But
2: but overall, that was a great time. Highly encourage it. I had to lose focus for a second. Nick's better half brought that cheesecake in, and I'm sitting there staring at that cheesecake. Right? <laughs> this fat boy likes cake. So yeah, thank you for bringing that. Of course.
7: Um, it's only the second time I've made one. I don't know.
2: I'm sure it's great. (laughs) I'll be the critic. (laughs) We will sample it and let you know. But now, did you make that for the dinner, or did you make that for Nick's birthday? Nick's birthday. Okay.
0: See, you're loved. My dude. I. Speaking of the birthday, dude, I have had one heck of a day. Like great day. Well, that's good because usually when you say that, I have to sit down. Oh.
2: (laughs) I'm busting on you. All right, so we, we do want to remind people, uh, we're doing the giveaway. We're doing it again. We're Shocker. gonna continue to do this. <laughs> it's all it. giveaways. Stop it. You we're gonna give it. guys we're gonna give away
1: <laughs> Nick next episode. Oh. You know what? I'm down with that <laughs> yeah. uh, Starting bid 32 cents. Thir- whoa, Hold so on, just, reserve is whoa. set at
2: 50. Somebody's saying no over here.
0: Hold on just a second. <laughs> even if I w- even if I was for bid. <laughs> 32 cents? Come on. Tree fitting. It does seem
1: high. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. Mm.
2: (laughs) But anyway. Giveaway on this cooler. We are still doing the cooler, the 120 quart red icy tech. But here's the catch. There's always a catch, but at least we're going to tell you what the catch is. You got to like and share the Facebook page and you have to tune in live because if you don't tune in live, you miss out. So that's what makes it a little bit harder, but that's how it works. And you're going to win a cooler. So if you liked and shared the Facebook post today and the page or either or, that's fine. But comment on there, done or shared or, you know, whatever. So we know it's just a little easier to do when we're in the station. And we'll have you entered to win. And we're going to draw somebody tonight. Yep. And if you're still listening, you got five minutes to call us or four minutes. Depends on what song Nick picks. So really, you're at Nick's mercy. And if you don't win because it's only four minutes, well, then it's Nick's fault. It's always Nick's fault. Ah. Are we back to this again? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to episode two. I have no problem. <laughs> Last week was the giveaway show. This week, uh, still to be determined. Mm. And, and you know, this might be the pre-pain show because my arms already already and I got surgery in the morning on my mouth. I can't wait. So if that goes horribly wrong, Nick, you're going to have to start talking more.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: Don't make me do it, it he sounds of, like a marine sort of smells like I'm gonna have to like lead this if you're gone
0: smells and Nick's
1: just gonna no he smells the cheesecake <laughs> <"R- laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm actually not even sure if Nick's a real person at this point or just a button we keep hitting of just <laughs> odd sounds
2: I don't know but I'm about to start pushing his buttons because it's his birthday <laughs> yeah. so We're gonna have to have some fun with this. But hey, uh, you know what? It's early enough. Where are we at? Where are we at? I'm, I'm looking on here next. Okay, yes, yeah, so I see it. We're going to take a break. We got a heck of a song that we're going to play next. Oh, yeah. It's called Scooter Brown. Well, it's not called. It's called American Sun by Scooter Brown Band. We just learned of these guys last week. And the Scooter Brown Band, the guy's a combat vet. He's a veteran, too. Yes, he is. And uh, I think he was Marine. If I read correctly, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure. Know, and knows, well, and Derek. Well, and Derek, Derek was Ryan. the one who sort of he introduced it. So, yeah. so, yeah, so we I checked agree. out his music, and um, you know, God bless his memory. But he opened for Charlie Daniels on tour. Yes, he did uh, mm-hmm. for the last year or so, maybe more. And we checked out his music. We're like, wow, this is awesome. So when we take this break, we're going to play "American Sun" by the Scooter Brown Band. You can find them on all the music platforms. But we're also going to give away a tumbler. So, if you want to win a Tumblr, this is not the giveaway show, but if you want to win a Tumblr, give us a call at 866-708-FARM. That's 866-708-3276. Rules still apply that if you raised us or had more than two beers with us or live in our homes, (laughs) (laughs) please don't call. You're just taking up the line. So, 866-708-FARM, seventh caller. You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
7: <laughs> <Get up. laughs> Woo, look at there. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family-owned company, and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high-quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation. Quality. Customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon.
4: IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ICtech.com or visit the Hardware House in Huntingdon, Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie, or Rev Power Sports in Jackson to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA.
2: 100.9 the farm, and we are back to the lodge. Congratulations to Kim from LaVinia, Tennessee. She was our seventh caller, and she just won herself a tumbler. That's just right. Just like that. It still blows my mind how quick those phone lines light up. I know. So, yeah, if you're calling now, we had a winner. The lines will just ring busy. Uh, but we should take them off just to make people call you. And You know what? We can give everybody your cell phone number and tell them to uh, you, uh, Yeah, let's do that. About, how about <laughs> let's not? Let's do that. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and breach that out there. And put it out there for everybody. Is she cutting that cake? Oh, no. no it was a steak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can't see on that side of the monitor. I'm like, oh, man, I smell that cake. I like cheesecake. <sighs> so, anyways. So, just like that, win the tumbler. We're going to give away that cooler. <laughs> so, you know, if you liked and shared, you're tuned in listening, you've got way more chances to win. So, if you do it now, you still have time because yep. we'll probably do it usually in the last hour. Yeah. So, what can I say? We'll give away a cooler. But uh, pretty shortly here, about what? Three more minutes. We gotta three, get ready. Yep, three minutes. So he, we have Babe Winkleman calling up, and he's calling in from. Oh my goodness, I almost forgot. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Minneapolis. Just okay. outside of Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. yep. Um, lives on his ranch up there. He's got plenty of land and beautiful home. Super great guy. I'm, i I met Babe. Oh, it's been two years now. it's been almost a couple years. What did you meet him? I cast. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, super great guy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's involved in so many, even beyond the outdoor space. I mean, he's involved in um, environmental cleanup yep. and, I mean, just so many things. The guy is like, he really, if I had like 10 hours in my day, he's a living encyclopedia when it comes to the outdoors.
1: And I just love people that take the platform that they built and then find a way to do good Mm -hmm. with that platform there, you know, especially in today's world, it's all political agenda stuff. And, and he's just, he's, I mean, as long as I've been researching and looking into him and knowing who he is, he's always used his platform to help.
2: Mm -hmm. And that's been really cool. Absolutely. So I don't have my notes, but we had the names that we announced last week that we drew for the cooler. I call, But I can't, I don't know where to put my notes
0: i remember one of them the name oh yeah what yeah, was that name it was uh jasmine cook yep yep that was for the cool but she she was she was the last name oh, yeah because we did draw two yeah, yeah yeah so and i knew that
2: the first one that we drew i think was like a seth or something and it was a longer last name i'll, I'll get the notes i yeah. think i think i got it on the truck. yeah i don't know but yeah i mean you gotta be tuned in to win and um we're gonna give that puppy away i'm hoping we give it away tonight now we do want to make a quick announcement before we get we get to Babe is not next week, okay? But the week after is the 19 year anniversary of 911. Mhm. One of the guests that we have confirmed. Oh, are you going to say his name already? Yeah, am. Get yeah. people fired up. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll make him wait. <laughs> You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
5: Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat the mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak, made for moments like this. Usually right about now, we'd be playing some music, but
0: Due to restrictions and copyrights, we can't allow music to play. So if you'd like to hear music in between breaks, tune in every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com. Click the Listen Now button and you'll be back to the lodge.
6: This country was born to believe in something larger than itself, a belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything, from defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon. We built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born. It has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on. Love of country and love of a fine bourbon. America Bourbon. Vet owned and made proudly in the USA. Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at americabourbon.com. 100.9
2: 100.9 The Farm, we are back to the lodge tonight. Our first guest, Babe Winkleman. Babe, how you doing? I'm doing great. Great. How's everything up there?
8: Hot. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's going be 90 the next three days, 90 plus. Wow. In so, Minneapolis, at least.
2: So what have you and, been up to the last uh, several months with everything going on? Working. Working. What are you it's, working on?
8: Well... Uh, we're changing our company over completely, um, Babe Winkleman Productions. Well, we have left television, and we are on now all streaming video. Oh,
3: but, wow. I mean, we,
8: our audience is going to increase dramatically. We're currently on a website called Maven that uh, uh, has 150 million uh, unique visitors coming to that site per month on an average. Um, wow. And then they're tied into a coalition of 226 other platforms around the world. And through that whole coalition, we are into all smart TVs in the world as well. And there's billions of them. And now we're adding in uh, other channels like Roku and Amazon Fire and Apple and, and several others um, to complete it. And by this fall, we will be, I mean, the, the signal is live right now. If anybody wants to see your shows, they can go to getoutdoorstv.com. It's getoutdoorstv.com, and it'll take them right into the site. Then click on topics, and uh, up will come all the topics. Click either hunting or fishing, and there's our show. And What's cool about it is they're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, and they're 100% free for all viewers no apps no subscriptions no nothing
2: now while that sounds like a good plan to binge watch how many fishing episodes have you done in your life
8: well we've got a hundred and some shows up right now half of those are hunting and half fishing Mm -hmm. and we got more than 800 more old shows that we're posting um we started with fishing uh several years earlier than uh and in 1980 and uh I brought hunting back to television in 1987. Um, that was a combination show.
3: Mm-hmm. It
8: was it was part hunting, part fishing, and part general outdoors. Because I was trying to run fishing 24 or 12 months a year, and the audience kept saying, "God, in fall we're all hunting, you know, or most of us are hunting. Give us a hunting show." Yeah. Well, the the word was we couldn't do hunting on television because of Dan Rather's Guns of Autumn thing he did in 1977, uh, seven, I think it was, mm-hmm. or 78. Anyway, I was running on Superstation WGN in the USA Network at the time, and I brought the evidence back from the audience to them and said, here's what they want. And I said, what do you think? They said, well, Bill, build us a pilot. We don't want to see any bloody, gory kills. And I said, neither does any good hunter." Mm -hmm. Any hunter worth his salt takes his time to learn how to use his weapon as well as he possibly can, so when he makes a shot, he can he knows where his bullet's gonna go. He wants a clean kill. He hopes to see it drop in its track. Certainly. And I said that that's the kind of stuff that we're gonna do and they said I built a pilot and they said, Hey, looks great. Bring it on. So of all the the next year we we went to uh, outdoor Secrets, a hundred percent hunting. Wow! And uh, that was in '88, and that one's been going since then.
2: But overall, hunting and fishing—I mean, would you say you've done 900 episodes in your life, or I'm pretty sure that it's way beyond that, even?
8: Um, it's somewhere between 900 and a thousand. Oh, wow! So Jeez. far, God. and we've got uh, two more shows. We've got all the filming done for them. They've got to be edited right now. Uh, Two more series, one of good fishing, one about dirt secrets. And then uh, we'll be filming this year for uh, 2021. And that'll be new programming.
2: Now, you've been fishing for longer than I've even been around. So, I mean, when it comes to being the legend of fishing, that's you. Of all the years you've been fishing, all around the world, what was your most memorable fishing experience?
8: Oh my God, that's pretty tough to say. (laughs) Um, I had one, one trip. My wife was with that actually, uh, up in Alaska. We were going for halibut up at Dutch Harbor Mm -hmm. and it it was cool. When we got to, we stayed at the grand delusion hotel. They had invited us up. They were owned by the big fishing cannery business in town. And, uh, when we got there, they had made a special men, menu they had printed up for uh, my crew and guests and so forth. And uh, I had one of the regional presidents from McDonald's with and a guy from WGN and a guy from Gaylord Broadcasting as my guest. Well, the, the menu, one of the items on the menu was all the king crab, fresh king crab, never been frozen, that you could eat. Um Either down in the restaurant or have it delivered to your room, room service. Wow! Oh, God. Wow! And it, <laughs> it, it was amazing. One my one cameraman at eight every at night. He had about four pounds of crab delivered. He ate nothing but crab. After about three days, he was bound up like a bull's butt at fly time. <laughs> he learned you got to have a little something more than crab in there to get her to go through the system. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we went out and, and it was it was crazy the first um, day. We went to a place he called the Chicken Hole. The, the guy, at Kiwi Thompson, and for hours, you couldn't get a bait to the bottom without getting a, a bit by a halibut. Wow! Um, mm. The biggest one we caught there was two hundred and six pounds. True. Mm. But uh, and and the guy from uh, McDonald's um, caught it. Wow! Um, and and just, that, I mean, it was the, like the highlight of his life. You what? know, Jesus, to see a fish that size.
1: What were you guys doing? Well, were, you, were you deep dropping?
8: We were dropping jigs deep, anywhere from 180 down to 360 feet of water. Yep. Oh, Yeah. Well, is And that's, that's got that, it. That was pro-
1: that was probably before uh, electric reels.
8: Yes, this was all hand reels. Believe me, <laughs> I, and you take a three pound weight with a grub on the back and a hunk of squid, yeah, and you reel it up. Just that from 360 feet of water, and it'll give you a workout. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the third day, we went to an area where Kiwi Thompson was the guide who guided the guy who caught the uh, world current world record halibut. And uh, I caught three fish that day. The uh, three of them weighed about 1,100 pounds or a little better. Lee. Man. The biggest one was nine feet long um some over that um about five feet wide about two feet thick, bigger than a regulation size pool table
3: Jeez. and wow. as
8: we were fighting it at the boat, it puked out a ten foot plus diameter octopus
3: wow and when
8: it did that, the fish went crazy wow. i mean crazy and when they had a, a derby going on so they wouldn't- uh allow us Generally, if you get a big halibut, they're big, strong fish. Uh, you get them to the boat, if you're going to keep them, you shoot them in the head with a shotgun and slugs, or you harpoon them with a big harpoon, and, and you kill them, and you bring them in that way. Well, we couldn't, nor could we use a gaff on it because of the um, rules of the derby. No one could touch the rod and reel. I had a freehand land the fish. It, it couldn't touch the gunnel of the boat or railing of the boat, or nothing else, or it was a disqualification. Mm. So I had to just put it into it and freehand these puppy. And when you're when you're talking about a fish that's down three hundred fifty feet or better of uh, that size, that's that's quite a job. No, yeah, and you're we, about. We got the fish in. We got it up, uh, and by the time the uh, day happened, and, and you know the radio communications of the captain knew we had the new record. Uh, the year before, it was 270 pounds, I think, was the biggest fish caught, or 290 pounds. And this fish, after it puked the octopus out, we brought it back in and laid on the back of the film boat for about eight hours, drying in the sun, because we couldn't even put it on the boat that we were on. We had to put it on our chase boat <laughs> oh, man. to have room. Once we hung it up on the... uh gales, by the tail, um, all the press was there in town and so forth, uh, two more chunks of tentacles of octopus fell out of its stomach. One of them was 39 inches long, broken off on both ends, and the other one was 36 inches long, broken off on both ends. <laughs> oh, That's why we guessed, <laughs> and we're pretty certain that we're correct on it, that the fish was, or the octopus was bigger than 10 feet in diameter. Wow. We've seen it happen. In the water.
2: I'm surprised but, he was know, still just, hungry ooh, for ooh, the ooh. squid at that point.
8: <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway, after um, the pieces of, of octopus fell out, the fish still weighed 411 pounds. Goodness.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy cow.
8: And I caught another one that was five inches shorter than that and another one that was nine inches shorter than that. So added, one was about 350 or are better and another one uh, about three and a uh, quarter probably golly (laughs) huge fish I could not land another fish
2: I imagine (laughs) this was all on the same day
8: all the the three consecutive fish I caught were those three fish and the other three guys fishing with me never had a bite we (laughs) were fishing so deep that was 320 to 360 feet where I caught the fish yeah, be... And there's big rock pinnacles on the bottom. Well, these guys, and, and I've explained to them exactly what I was doing. I said, you've got to get that, you've got to feel those pinnacles just lightly, go up over top of a pinnacle, and then drop down and get it to the bottom. Those big fish are resting on the bottom,
9: mm-hmm.
8: but they're close by these pinnacles. They're in, in amongst them. Well, these guys weren't very good at jigging, and they, they were either... So uh, hooking the rocks and breaking their line off, or once they get sick of doing that, then they'd reel it up too high, and they weren't down by the bottom. And while I caught those three fish, which took a few hours, um, they never had a bite.
1: Well, um, mm. I know a lot of people don't understand when you're that deep, if you're using a nice a nice heavy braid, how well you can actually still feel at that depth. It doesn't have that stretch like the mono, and, and you can actually, at 300 feet, you can still feel when you're at bottom or you're bouncing off a rock or mud. or, It's pretty cool.
8: We, we had 80-pound mono on. Holy cow. that <laughs> wow. just shot that. Down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it, it uh, changed. It. This was 1997. Braided, not gained a lot of popularity sure. by then yet.
2: Right. Yeah, heck! I'm you after the first one or two fish, I was already thinking about a chair and some chocolate cake. I don't know about a third one. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Did a surgeon show up in in uh, um, Idaho? This fan, Jim Spicklemare was his name. Uh, uh, got in touch with me and, and um, said he was a construction worker by trade, a block layer, uh, but he had a, a jet boat. And, uh, he did a little guiding on weekend. Would I like to come fish with him? Catch these big giant white sturgeon. And I had never done that before. First day I caught five of them that weighed about 1400 pounds. And that on the fifth fish, my muscles started giving out. My arms started shaking. I couldn't do it. This was five and a half straight hours of hanging on to one of these big things in the 17 mile an hour current. Wow. And, uh. It it was just a nutshell. Anyway, that show aired. He had 8,000 some people get in touch with him from seven different countries, including the Rolling
3: Stones. (laughs)
8: Uh, I used to, I still do a a number of songs by the Rolling Stones. And to think that the Rolling Stones were watching my show was just the coolest friggin' thing I can tell you.
3: <laughs>
8: I mean, it was just cool, but it changed the economy of that entire section of the state of Idaho uh two years later they Jim talked me into coming back and doing a lunacy thing. He said he was trying to get me to come back because I mean it changed his business now he was no longer a block layer; he was a full time in the guide business when we got back there. he had eight new jet boats um and um, seven guys working for him, and the other boat uh, was his. And then he had a 16- or an 18-passenger big jet boat for running uh, Hell's Canyon on the Snake River, just on a boat ride kind of a thing. The uh-huh. The motel had doubled in size. The restaurant had doubled in size. I mean, it it changed the economy of that whole section of the state. And it was cool, and he was trying to get us, everybody was trying to get us to come back. And he said he had the bungee jumping of fishing going on. (laughs) I said, what's that? He said, babe, we've got guys catching these giant sturgeon out of float tube. You guys know what a float tube is?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
8: It's an inner tube with a canvas seat. Only you put your feet through the holes in the canvas seat, and then they put your swim pins on. Yeah, so, you ain't gonna going to get to your feet back out of there, and you can't get at them. Yeah. And they talked me into doing it. <laughs> um, I told him I, at first I wouldn't do it, and we spent the first day and a half. And then he was calling me a p, <laughs> and my uh, um, camera, uh, producer You know, was trying everything. Is said, This will make the greatest show ever, and so forth.
4: <laughs> oh, um,
3: man.
8: So, I finally agreed to do it. Put on a set of waders. The next fish I hooked into, they strapped me in the belly boat, and that big sucker took off with me. And he's just pulling me around, and it almost rolled me over about 10 or 12 times because it's trying to hang on to the fish, you know, and you're facing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would want to roll the tube over. And mm-hmm. i was laying back, and best I could, and still hanging on to the fish, and it was crazy. And finally, I realized if I flipped the rod and reel upside down and then fisted backwards over my left shoulder, now I couldn't see what the hell I was doing, but I could, at least I could use my swim pins off in front of me for, uh, like, ballast to keep him from rolling me over. Wow. And I told them, I, I said, Spicklemeyer, you guys get your butt out here in a boat. Because I said, if I get rolled over, I'm just going to be rolled over upside down, will not be able to right myself uh because he spins in, in the thing and so forth, and I'm just going to be dead. You guys better get out here and and be on top of this. Well, if you want to see the funniest fishing show that's ever been, uh we have it on the front page right now, our landing page of our website, Winkleman.com, and on that landing page, they can just click on and watch the show for free. It's nuts. No. It's nuts. At one point in time, you see the river going, and all of a sudden, here that sturgeon comes pulling me through the frame. He's pulling me so far past, I'm backward, fighting him over my shoulder. He's kicking a six or eight inch wake off of the tube on the top of the river, pulling me that fast upstream. <laughs> it's crazy. It's funnier than hell. Well, that's definitely a story that we wouldn't have. Was one of those greater than another? Or a trip where I took my kids on their first bluegill of their life and watched their eyes get big and and just giggle and laugh, and they could see them spawning and spitting around and biting their bait. Every one of their shows, everything you do in the outdoors is a gift and a tribute to what the creator has given us here. They're all good. There's nothing more fun than taking some of your kids out and watching them get so excited to see a bobber go down and get a bite. What are you talking I mean, about? We still do. Know how do I get my kids into to the outdoors, you know? Well, well, when you take them out and they're very young, go find the fish ahead of time and then come and get them. Don't let them sit there for a few hours while you're looking around trying to find stuff to catch. Mm -hmm. Get that done ahead of time, the first few times you take them out. So you can let them immerse themselves in getting bites and catching fish and how much fun it is. And then they'll start being willing to endure the hunting of fish process with you, which you need to do. And that's how you get them hooked.
2: That's some pretty good advice.
8: Anybody who goes fishing... The most important thing to them is one thing, getting a bite.
2: Yep. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Babe Winkleman with his experience with Lyme disease. You're listening to Back to Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
7: Get off. <laughs> Woo, look at there. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family owned company and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation, quality, customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon.
0: When you purchase an ICTech cooler, not only are you getting the best and original Rotomold cooler for your barbecue, your kids' graduation party, or maybe even the boat. But your proceeds from that purchase go on to help Gold Star families receive grief counseling retreats so they can heal and get a little piece of their heart back so they can have the same quality of life that we share. Icy Tech USA.
2: 100.9 The Farm. We are back to the lodge with Babe Winkleman and, uh, you know, Babe, we were just talking about how to get the little ones outdoors and i think that we want to talk about that again for a second that was some pretty sound advice and that was you know go out and do your work find the fish first and get those kids to get that bobber in the water i think that's probably some of the best advice i've heard in a long time and it makes a lot of simple sense
8: but well it, it oh go ahead it, it, it bad it's it's difficult with the kids because there's a fine line there and i screwed up i have five daughters and i screwed up with my daughters I did too much of find the fish first. <laughs> Pretty soon, they're thinking fishing is just going out to a spot, and you catch the hell out of them. No. Well, it doesn't work like that. The key to catching fish is learning how to hunt fish,
3: mm-hmm.
8: learning how to find fish. And once you know how to find them, and you start to understand the bigger picture, that everything in God's creation here happens pat in patterns. The crappies spawn about the time that the lilacs bloom every spring, etc. The turkeys are gobbling when the dogwoods are blooming. There's there's things on both sides you can see that can give you hints ahead of time where to start looking and so forth, but you need to involve them in the hunting of fish process too. Absolutely. So they understand the whole thing.
5: You know, hunting
8: deer is not about... Walking out to the woods and just oh there's a deer and killing him. Yeah, that's, that's not never what happened. It's about it's about the hunt. <laughs> it's about becoming part of the woods, you know. And unfortunately, there's some little critters running around in the woods that are hunting us.
2: Yeah, depending on where you're at, and and honestly, I can help, I can say the older I get, um, and this started probably back in my late twenties, early thirties. It was the time before the shot and the time after the shot was actually the most enjoyable time of the entire day. And the memories that are made during those times sometimes, well, most of the time in my case, was more memorable than the actual shot itself.
8: When when you become part of the woods, that the critters don't know that you're there, and you can sit them at at observing them, Doing what they do. That's that's the coolest. My daughter, my youngest daughter, took her new boyfriend out on the turkey hunt this spring at the ranch. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any luck with turkeys, but in front of them, they watched the male and the female rough grouse for an hour and a half go through their whole spawning ritual. Wow! And the the grouse were right in front of them and didn't know they were there, and they never moved. And they just were hypnotized by mm-hmm. by the beauty of it in, in the gyrations that they go through. Everything has its own rituals
3: mm-hmm.
8: to, to spawning, and and those are cool moments. That was, I mean, the turkey hunting sucked that morning, and they had a wonderful day just watching other critters in the in nature. Yep. That's what's so nice about it. It's hunting.
2: It is. That's 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 the most you you know you get a little bit from National Geographic and Discovery Channel, but sitting out there in that blind or that stand for hours on end, you see so many amazing things.
8: I love it. I just I love, you know it. You know, people ask me the question that you asked me at first: there, what's you know, your favorite fishing trip? All of them. Yeah. If you if you'd asked me what's your favorite fish to catch, my answer would have been the next one I'm catching.
2: Well, we probably could and have asked you what was your least favorite one, the worst one, but that probably been either a funnier story or a sadder story, so I didn't want to push my luck.
8: There's <laughs> <laughs> been some of each. <laughs> i, I got to tell you one. My father was such an old-school gentleman born in 1922, and uh, they spoke German in their family, wherever German descent, uh, until he went to first grade. And just a hard-working farmer with a doctorate degree in common sense and an eighth-grade education. Um, But quite the guy, and he loved to hunt and fish. So as I got later on in life, I started taking my dad all kinds of different places. And he was so proud of me. He thought I was crazy when I was going to give up the construction business and and sell out and go into this. He thought it was absolutely crazy. (laughs) And then later on, he understood. Yeah. And so anyway, we fly into this one lake, up to uh, Reindeer Lake, and then they've got a special lake that they're going to fly us into. It's 100% catch and release. And um, this was one of the earlier pike trips Dad was on with me. If you understand hunting pike and you have good fishing glasses on, glasses that allow you to see into the water that are polarized. (laughs) Um, You can spot a lot of those fish with your eyes at the right times of the year. Mm -hmm. Well, we're on this lake, and I spot uh, a number of fish. Dad couldn't see them. So I said, Dad, cast out that direction, and I'll tell you what to do. Cast as far as you can, and then start reeling the spoon as soon as it hits the water. Just keep it underneath the, the surface and reel about three feet, let it drop for a half a second, and reel some more, and keep doing. I'll tell you when to let it drop because I'm seeing, watching this fish. And he throws it out past it, and the fish turns and sees it right away. But the first time it dropped, the fish came over, and wham! I said, set the hook, Dad, you got him! So it, I've seen the whole thing with my eyes and told him what to do, and bam, he's got a, a fish on. Well, it turns out it's the biggest pike of his life. Wow. And we brought it into the boat, and Dad did so good, and he holds it up. He only had one finger and the thumb on his left hand. He got the other three torn off in a corn picker accident on the farm. <laughs> so he's, And this is a big fish. It's about 26 pounds or so. He's hold, holding it up, and, he, oh, this is the grandfather himself, you know. And he just did a, a fine job. Well, when I spotted that fish, I seen three other big fish as well. We're done with the scene. Now him and the guide are going to, like, take the the fish off and, and, and release it. I turned around, get back up on the front. I'm starting to look for these other fish. And all of a sudden I hear this, boom. I look back, and the pike is laying on the bottom of the boat just doing the dying quiver. And my dad is standing there with a wooden oar in his hand. He'd hit that puppy right between the eyes and killed him. I said, Dad, this is a 100% catch and release lake. They told us that when we went here. You remember that this morning. He said, I know, but this is the biggest pike I've ever got. (laughs) And he said, if them sons of think I'm going to throw away the biggest pike I've ever caught in my life, well, then them sons of got another thing coming because I'm taking this fish home with me.
3: (laughs) Holy
8: (laughs) Okay, now what do I do? Well, we smuggled it back into the camp, and I got the ganglers there, and I, and I explained alone. We'd made them lots and lots of money, and, and they uh, wrapped it and froze it, and we smuggled it out of camp so the other fishermen in camp wouldn't see it. Oh, man. But I'll never forget the look in my dad's face when I turned around backwards, and there's that fish laying on the boat. Just quivering, and he's standing there with that wooden oar in his hand, like you make one more jump, fish, and I'm going to whack you again.
2: <laughs> and if you said anything, so I think he was going to swing at you too.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was it was an amazing moment.
2: Now, just as a disclaimer, I'm so back to lodge. We do not condone this.
8: <laughs> this is <a> babe story. <laughs> oh, so, I didn't know what they were going to do to us.
2: Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, and, and you just. At that point, what are you going to do? I mean, he's... Yeah.
8: Yeah, I mean, exactly. (laughs) And Dad got that fish mounted, and he had it in his gunsmithing office until he passed.
2: Well, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for this, but I do want to shift gears. Um, And I think it's important, and I know you know it's important, but I want to talk about your experience with Lyme disease and what you're doing now about it.
8: I was down in Kansas turkey hunting and I got bit by a tick down there and uh, wound up getting Lyme disease. Mm. Um, but I, I knew the symptoms, I knew the other aspects of the nuances of the disease and knew that I had gotten uh, Lyme disease before I got back from the trip. So I called my doctor, I, I work out a deal and when I find a, a, a A doctor, and I've went through about three of them in my lifetime that I really, really like. I make friends with them, let them understand my situation because I travel so much. So I just called the doctor and told them what was going on. They had a prescription of doxycycline waiting for me when I got here and I caught it in time and it, it wiped out the, uh, uh, Lyme disease for me. Well, as life went on, I've had Lyme disease now four times. I have five daughters. Um, Jasmine's had Lyme disease twice. Carly got, uh, uh, Lyme disease. And, uh, then they give her a false negative and said she was, didn't have the disease. And I said, the you have every symptom. I said, it was a false negative. It was a lousy report. The CNDC, uh, CDC right now with what they're putting out, and I'll tell you that in a minute, is, is committing murder. Is, there's no other way to say it because they're telling them information that is so bad, it doesn't keep any ticks off of them. It gives yeah. them a false sense of security yeah. and they're going outside and get bit anyway. Wow. It, it, it's really, really, really sad uh, what's going on after I dug into it. But uh, Carly was uh, got Lyme disease and was misdiagnosed. My older daughter, Amy who lives in Brooklyn Center, which is a big suburb of Minneapolis. Um, there's a, a county or a, a Brooklyn Center Park about a block and a half away, and she walked her dog down there and walked the trails in the park. And she got Lyme disease there. She went into the doctor and told him, nope, you don't have Lyme disease. Um, you just got the flu. Two days later, she got the rash and went back in there, and then he put her on it. and So we've had two of negatives in amongst us, but that's just the amount of cases of Lyme disease in our family. And Lyme disease is one of of uh, eight different diseases that are fatal to human beings. Mm-hmm. I mean one of them is called Bartonellis and there's seventeen different subspecies of Bartonellis alone. And Powassan is another one. It is the most deadly, it is the least um common of all of the diseases in, in uh, that are tick borne but manson uh, uh, can kill you in three weeks. The the bacteria from them or the pathogen immediately attacks your brain.
2: Well, right let me now, let me ask you this question because we're we're coming up to the end of the show. What is how can people find the information that you've done and put out there on Lyme disease?
8: Go to Winkleman.com. dot com. That's the, our website. Right on. The landing page of her website, there's a big uh, three- or four-inch square thing. It says, Babe Winkleman's Tick-Borne Illness Information Center. Tap on that, and it takes you into an entirely different website that lives inside of her major website, and it is just on ticks. It tells you everything about every kind of a tick, all the symptoms, uh, all the, the Diseases, all the problems, all the cures, all the products you need to do it, so forth.
2: Well, let me ask Indeed. you one last question, babe, because we're, we're coming up out of time um, after we go to sponsor here. What advice would you give somebody, if you can go back in time, and, or, or even right now, what advice would you give somebody who's sitting at home thinking about getting outdoors and just hasn't made that decision yet?
8: Um, education. If you If you want to get into hunting... Learn how to shoot a gun. Um, learn not only how to shoot a gun, but how to handle the gun 100% safely at all time. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a shotgun, a rifle, a pistol, black powder, whatever it is, the same thing is true for a bow and arrow, because they can all be lethal or a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do right things right. Don't just go in there. I could do it myself. I could do it myself. That's a great attitude, but if you're doing the wrong thing because you've got no education on what you should be doing, you're probably going to screw things up. And when you're dealing with weapons, that can be lethal. Now, a hook and an eyeball is not particularly a lot of fun either. <laughs> so yeah. they've got to use their head and learn and realize that there are, it isn't just, you got lucky and today you, you, you got some more bites than you did the last time. No, you happen to stumble on a better group. Learn how to hunt fish like you hunt deer or anything else. And think about it in terms of hunting fish. Because all critters are opportunists. They're moving around their environment constantly looking for the best food supply that they can capitalize on. they got a time of the year to grow. they got a time of the year to sustain life. And they have a time of the year to fatten. And those three things, whether it's a fish or a deer or whatever, are the things that drive them to be doing what they're doing at any given time throughout the year. Absolutely. Well,
2: babe, we are out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We certainly appreciate you and everything you've done.
8: Well, you're, you're very, very welcome. I have just one other statement to make. I wish that I had the time and situation to take every veteran in America, or every American veteran that we have, and help them one on one, take them out on trip one on one, or inspire other people like myself to get us all working together. Because the average person in America takes our service men and women for granted; they don't realize that these people not only put their lives on the line, but many of them give their lives for being able to live in the United States and the freedoms that we have here. And those people need to be hallowed, if you will. God is going to kind of do that himself, but they need to be not only remembered, but they needed to be treated well and taken care of We don't, you don't know, people don't even know the average American what PTSD is. They don't understand how it can affect you. They don't understand so many things. And I wish, and I applaud what you guys are doing so much, because our servicemen and women, whether it's service in the armed forces, or services on the police forces, it's the same thing. They're putting their life on the line every time they walk out there. Amen. And that's not an easy thing to do. It takes a special kind of person with a special love for their country. And I wish I could do more um, to help them. And I am, I am so proud to work with you folks because that's exactly what you're doing.
2: Well, we thank you for that. We'd love to have you back again. Um, what an honor. You're listening to Back to the Farm. I just screwed up my exit. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
5: Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now, for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. mossy oak made for moments like this
0: usually right about now we'd be playing some music but due to restrictions and copyrights we can't allow music to play so if you'd like to hear music in between breaks tune in every wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com click the listen now button and you'll be back to the lodge
6: this country was born to believe in something larger than itself A belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything, from defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon. We built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born, It has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on, love of country and love of a fine bourbon, America Bourbon. Vet-owned and made proudly in the USA. Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at americabourbon.com.
2: 100.9 The Farm and we are back to the lodge. What a pleasure to have Babe Winkleman as the first guest for this evening. Uh, man, he, he's been everywhere. Got the t-shirt, done that, and then some.
1: I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just like to have a portion of his life where, I mean, I mean what was it, since the 80s he's been an outdoor personality, traveling, hunting, fishing his entire life. I mean,
2: that's the heck you think I pay you for
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> COVID needs to go away. So we can start doing that traveling. So thing. let's see, you've been to ATA, you've been the <laughs> NWTF.
2: We've been fishing. I don't think we've been hunting. Yet. I want one of the big halibut. That's what I want now. That'd be cool. Halibut, man. You know, it's too bad. They don't have charter boats for like Opelio. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to put that kind of work in. <laughs> I would do it. I, would, I mean, if I knew I only had to do it for like three days or a week,
1: yeah i'd do it no, no problem no you have to greenhorn for a season and cold and <laughs> miserable <laughs> yeah no thank you
2: i mean come on we're from the northern states <laughs> i still don't I, people say all the time
1: you know you live in the south now you're from the north you know how did you deal with the cold well it's super simple you pre you know, go out start your car go back in the house till it warms up i didn't do that and then me. you wear a jacket you know down here i can't take off enough clothes to be prepared for the heat They have a word for guys like you. Oh, they do. Many of them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Many words. Soft. (laughs) No, but I mean, yeah, we got luxuries now. You got a remote start. But you ran out and started. There was no remote start when I was still living up there. Yes, there was. Remote start's been around since the early
1: 90s. I wasn't like bougie like that. Didn't have that kind of stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) BS. You can get it for 99
1: bucks. I had to crank by hand the motor over. Man. Look, I had to go feed the horse and oh. get her going. But none of that's true. None of, none of <laughs> that is true. Churn
2: the butter. <laughs> but in any case, yeah, I mean, he's he's had a great life. I I, I think I would say that we're trying to get there, and we've, we've had a lot of great trips and yep, a lot of great absolutely. experiences. And Nick's just now kind of like joining in on this ride, so he doesn't really know what to expect, but he knows we're going to pick on him quite a bit. And mm. speaking of picking on you, it's your birthday. Oh, no. But we just had that amazing cheesecake that your better half brought in. Yeah. And it was, I, it and was good. And I better. Oh. You push buttons, but she doesn't push buttons. You know,
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. She's better. And she can cook. She can. That was homemade cheesecake. I know. That was pretty good. It was. And so it was her second time ever making that well and for her to make cheesecake for your birthday oh yeah
2: and you know one of the things that matt and i do and and a lot of guys in our group but now that nick's kind of part of the family we have to pick on each other <laughs> emphasis on pick Mm-hmm. so i think <laughs> it's time that everybody here in the studio oh, no. and the stations coming up and i think we're all going to sing happy birthday to oh. nick live oh. on the air because it yeah. will make him turn red isn't it weird that, like, the guy who is
1: actually the singer songwriter isn't going to be singing and all of us climb? I know. Are but you know sing? what?
2: There's people going to be in their cars <laughs> driving home from work right now. <laughs> and you could just go, look, these guys are nuts. I'm changing the station. You could do that. Or you can just join us in five seconds of craziness and sing along.
0: Oh. So here God. we go <sighs>
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nick. Mm. Happy birthday (laughs) to you.
0: Oh, thank you, guys. (laughs) You're saying
2: (laughs) (laughs) The look on his face is I'm going to stab you. (laughs) Oh, Lord.
0: Uh,
2: We have too much fun in here, don't we?
0: uh, You know, at the end of the day, I got the best friends in the world. I really do. Well, it's, it's
2: nice that he thinks about us
1: like that already. I man. know. Should like, we tell
0: him the truth? Nah.
1: <laughs> we'll
2: keep I'm it trying secret.
0: to be sentimental here.
2: <laughs> Wrong crowd. Yeah. Read the room, Nick. You just you just put your you got in the car that was four <laughs> weeks ago. You've put the seatbelt on. Mm. We haven't even put this in drive yet. He <laughs> <laughs> would be like, "Who in the heck are these guys? How did they meet them? And how did we end up on a radio show
5: together?" <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: There's some people we could blame, but we won't do that. Uh, so anyways, two weeks from now, the 9-11 episode. We, <laughs> no, I won't make people wait any longer. <laughs> I thought about, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just go to one. I can see it either way. I mean, yeah, you let, could. I'll, let's concede on this one. Okay. So the week of 9-11, which our episode will be on September 9th. Correct. Great friend of mine who I met several years ago, um, speaking at a benefit up north. Tim Brown. Tim Brown was one of the fire captains that was in Tower 2 during 9-11. He worked for the Giuliani Emergency Response Team. He was one of the leaders in charge of the response inside the World Trade Center on 9-11. Um, if you've ever heard his story, he's done a TED Talk. You know, what? I, I, I don't even want to spoil it. I would encourage you to go to YouTube and look up Tim Brown's TED Talk. The perspective, and I don't want to take away from him being on the air. The perspective of Tim being in Tower Two when the first plane struck the building and everything that happened, from breakfast to the mezzanine to getting response teams in, and every single one of his best friends from that that uh, company that went in and lost their lives that day. You know, some of it's a little graphic. And some of it is real. I mean, it's all real. Mm. And, you know, never forget. It'll, it's 19 years. Next year, uh, God forbid, COVID goes away or at least changes the availability of doing events like this. But next year being the 20th anniversary, uh, Tim has spoken at many places. But beyond all of the uh, credentials, Tim is a true great friend. I I, he'll message me or I'll text him and, hey, brother, Merry Christmas. How you been? How's the family? He's just a great, down-to-earth human being that you don't see. And a couple years ago, we were in Philadelphia. We were speaking. uh, It was actually a Michael Strange Foundation event, raising money for them. And uh, he told me then that he was part of the prosecution team from the terror cells from 9-11 that were funding and planning it. Hmm. The trial started last January, but due to COVID, the case has been on hold through federal courts. I mean, you talk about a great human being. I mean, just the selfless sacrifice of his life dedicated to this cause. Uh, I can't stress enough. So we will have him here uh, in two weeks for that episode. So that's one guest that we can go ahead and announce now. So you're not going to want to miss that. Set a reminder on your phone, uh, your calendar, however you need to do that. You're not going to want to miss that live episode because the live episode is going to have the full content. Uncut, unedited, the long version of that interview. And that's the only way you're going to be able to hear it is to hear it live. So tune in that week for sure on September 9th at 6 p.m. Central here in Tennessee. And you can listen to it anywhere. So, Find us on backtothelodge.com, or you can go through our links through social media. But the first week of September, so before that episode, we will also release on all of our social media platforms and the website that the show has been picked up by not just a lot of the podcast platforms, but also some possible other, other FM stations throughout the United States. So once we get all those finished out, you'll be able to listen to it maybe in your neck of the woods especially if you're in the Midwest area in the north Yep, we've got some FM stations looking to syndicate up there and then of course it'll be available on all the major podcast platforms like iTunes Google Podcasts yep. Spotify and and all that will be out there uh, first week of September so kind of relaunching it but we'll put all the content out there it's all getting edited and cleaned up and uh, it'll be launched in in so many different platforms I yeah. can't even sit here and name them all um, we're truly blessed that, that all that has happened and just a short period of time, but um we're grateful to, you know, bring these stories to you in your homes, your cars, and at work or at dinner, you know, and you, you just wanna kinda see behind that curtain. Mm-hmm. So let us pull that curtain back and kind of show you some more ways to get outdoors, because that's what we're here for. Um I had another topic I wanted to talk about, but I'm still thinking about that cheesecake. <laughs> 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 it was so good. I, was like, I am so was good.
1: full. From from of the, what? From the oh, I mean,
5: <laughs> specifically
1: right now food, but uh, from the steak at your house from, you know, oh, from Nick's man. Nick's birthday
2: to well that was your birthday dinner dinner too cake. technically because it's not my, it's it's not my birthday it's Nick's birthday oh Thank Saturday you. your birthday. Thank stay you, tuned to our Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday where we will share pictures of Matt on his and look birthday. this They're all started
1: on Patrick's birthday where I posted a yeah, super flattering photo of Patrick but let's we tell people what really happened no that's the true that's the whole <laughs> story every bit of it accurately portrayed in that one photo uh, and then after this break we will <laughs> i was gonna spin it away from that
2: after this break what
1: we will push on with the rest of the show and not talk
2: about the true story that happened about <laughs> oh not, fishing. At all. <laughs> not at all here's a bit of advice to anyone listening if you're going to make fun of somebody for how they posed in a video or a photo, make sure they don't have a camera in their hand <laughs> because somehow you became the person that did that. You know, Patrick has
1: this, We when we went to crappie fishing with Chase earlier, yep. this this was a springtime or yeah, whatever it was. It was in like April. Patrick's main mission that day was just to basically roll a camera and, and get some footage for Chase, get some footage for us, that kind of stuff, and, mm-hmm. and just sort of announce our, our buddy Chase Petty, uh, who is a... I like guess semi-professional, professional, uh, professional, on the, on the professional crappie, huh? trail, crappie fisherman. Um, and uh, I, we, <laughs> I didn't know he was going to film the whole thing. I mean, from <laughs> boat going in the water to boat coming out of the water. Um, to you having to use the restroom. To me having to use the restroom. <laughs> I mean, he tried to get another video of it last night. I'm not exactly sure what, <laughs> like, what this is all about. Maybe it's a Navy thing. I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, irregardless. irregardless, um, check that video out because there's some funny clips and there's even uh, no, a video didn't, we, we didn't can't release, show. We didn't release.
2: Well, you know what? No, the, I don't know how
1: you do it yet. We could
2: release it on the Back to the Lodge platform. Sure. Edited. <laughs> I think it is edited. <laughs> no, <much>. it's not. <laughs> what part is it?
1: Um, we'll <laughs> watch it again. In the next <laughs> break, we'll watch it again.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick could do that. Yeah, Nick could do it. You could edit edit out some of the language. Yeah. Well, no, it's Facebook. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't,
0: uh, well, unless you screen recorded it and then sent it to me.
2: Now you're using words I don't know. Oh, why would we have to do that?
0: Well, if it's if it's Facebook. It, 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 oh no, it's not no. on Facebook yet. Yes, yeah, Oh, okay. I, okay. I, yeah,
2: I forgot it. I, I did a blooper reel from that day. And ah. Matthew has a potty mouth. So. Hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry mom uh, your mom probably is listening to you <laughs> I'm, I'm certain she is yeah so maybe, maybe we'll yeah that's how we can sneak that little because we wondered what we would do with it, yeah, it, it we was, didn't
1: necessarily want to just put it on the IC tech page
2: no but it was for us just to kind of have fun and it's like wow that video was
1: better than the original <laughs> <laughs> there might be some other ways to do it too where we can put it maybe just on our YouTube channel or no
3: no, <laughs> said,
2: no. no. <laughs> but you know what? You definitely want to stay. Uh, you want to check the Back to the Lodge Facebook on Saturday and probably Instagram too, because there's going to be a nice video
0: mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Tables have turned. You are still at Mercy for the next <laughs>
2: yeah, four hours, yeah. my friend. <laughs> my bad. <clears throat> four hours and 20 minutes to Sorry. be exact. Sorry. So you are still the but of any joke, wow. that we were gonna have? God. It's your birthday,
0: And This turns so quick back on me. It's gonna do that, man.
2: <laughs> what was episode two called again?
0: Uh, I'd rather not go there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you, man. You do a great job. You know, we we couldn't ask for a better person to work with. Um, but we don't want to get too mushy on you because you're like, oh, we, we don't we don't want to go there.
0: Well, I appreciate that for what it's worth.
2: (laughs) We're
1: we're we're slowly
0: picking away at
1: Nick, trying to find out just how deep that skin is. Um, Me and Patrick have, you know, we've we've clawed at each other for a while enough, and yeah, with 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 the I guess maybe the military veteran background or whatever it is, uh, you know, we talk brutally towards each other, and we're
2: finding out that Nick can handle it. I mean, I got to be honest with you: the fact that the way, and not just the way you and I pick on each other, but veteran banter in general yep. when it was proposed to us to do an fm radio station oh god what is wrong with you is there gonna be a time delay no no uh-oh well and <laughs> now we have one so nick is able to filter the interviews we're live <laughs> that can time delay and do the the proverbial beep so. Right. thank yeah. goodness for that especially in babe's episode so. <laughs> but, but he's real you know babe yep. is real and wrong yeah. you get what you get and you know he's he's proud of it and i'm to him. I mean, he's a great dude. So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, let's <laughs> talk myself in a circle. <laughs> but yeah, no, they were talking about, you know, doing this on FM radio. And I'm like, I know, I've heard of the FCC. I don't know if I like this idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know how we joke with each other. Now you want to put a microphone in front of my face?
8: And, who, and who's paying the fines?
2: That's, yeah. um, that's important for me to understand is who's paying the fines. Well, here, you can hear it in the background. Uh, four weeks in. We're doing good. I think we got this down now. <laughs> so, But yeah, so anyways, you're going to want to check out the 9-11 episode. Where are we at on the schedule here? How are we looking? We're, we're doing good?
0: Uh, we are doing good.
2: Okay. So let's talk about a couple things, to, and then we'll take a quick break. Okay. So we've got, if you want to get your fish to pre- sorry. Right. Yeah. so let me let me preface this. So yes, I got bit by the bug. Not ashamed to admit it. Absolutely in love with bow fishing. I blame you. That's right. I'll take it. And I
1: warned you. I warned you. You've got to be careful with this sport because it's going to involve a whole lot of things that I already know you enjoy. <laughs> you know, you, you get to be interactive. Yep. You're you're moving around. You're talking. There's music. There.
5: I, it's I almost knew, like
1: operating. Yeah, I just knew <laughs> that you were going to enjoy it before you went on, and and I know where this sport has taken my life. Um, and it's going it, to take me broke, but I'm okay I mean, with that. it's expensive. It's fun, <laughs> but. I was hesitant on taking you, um, just knowing that when this bow fishing bug bites, that it's hard. It's, man, it's hard. So, yeah. And you're, I mean, you're, you're in it right now.
2: I I always said I don't have an addictive personality. I am completely wrong. That proved me wrong (laughs) last night. Um, I I even told Rachel when I got home, I said, I've never had so much fun in all the years. I love fishing. I love hunting. I love competitive sports. I love playing sports. And you just put all that in yeah. one fun basket for Mister Patrick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> most of most of the morning was spent
1: with, okay, Matt. What do I need? And I'm like, okay, well, we can set you up a cheaper bow, an older bow. No, 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 no. I need what we were using. I'm not gonna say the name. They don't pay me. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I, I need I need what you have. And I mean, we've been we went through the full dive today of yeah. what what it's gonna take. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. So when I invested my money into we are the equipment, so off the
2: topic, though. What's the topic? The topic was so the bug bit me. Yeah, <laughs> <In your> bit. <laughs> and you bit. I looked up to see if there were bow fishing tournaments because oh, you were talking about the no, tournament. There's, there's none of those. So we looked them up. Yeah, right. <laughs> but what we wanted to point out is, like, look, we did. We were able to find tournaments on yes. Facebook and social media, not just bow fishing, but fishing tournaments. Sure. Um, if you've got a special announcement. If you've got a, a regular fishing tournament, anything tournament related you want to get your word out here that aligns with Back to the Lodge, give us a call, send us a message, Facebook, Instagram, or call up to the station, and we can get your event listed on the show. And, and that's anywhere in the nation. And I know a lot of you guys, when it comes to this fishing right now,
1: it's getting towards the ends of end of your tournament season. So mm-hmm. a lot of state shoot or not state shoots, that's bow fishing again, but state tournaments are happening and club club tournaments. Call you know give us give us a shout out on our page on our send us a message and we will and and we'll we'll give you a shout out on the show. Um, we want to we want to grow this sport of hunting and fishing. I feel like I missed a joke there. <laughs> was Nick was Nick picking his nose he was again? Two knuckles in. Yeah, I knew it. I didn't even see it happen and I knew
2: it. <laughs> was it both hands? No, no, just one. He used the other one to cover, but he was already busted. And oh. I'm listening. we're talking, and I looked over, because there's a monitor between you, and I cannot see both of you at the same time, so I looked over, and I'm like, there he is <laughs> And I pointed, like, busted. Nick and his patented... You were meant for radio, because TV <laughs> would destroy you right now. <laughs> uh,
0: there's no getting out of that. I didn't that. think anybody was
2: looking. <laughs> Do you think that we could have somebody Photoshop,
1: hey, listeners, if anybody's got some crazy Photoshopping skills, that that picture that Nick has that looks like a glamour photo, I need that with him picking his nose.
2: No, oh, we can find somebody. Somebody yes. out there's gotta be a Photoshop Somebody pro. should
1: be able to do that. No.
2: The Nick Condor music, the black and white photo. <laughs> yeah. With with uh, the with the uh I'm a new country singer mustache. That one. Yep. That <laughs> That's one. it. That's it. <laughs>
1: You can't see I just, gotta, like, no sport. it also you can tell in that picture, even though you can't see his feet, that he's for sure wearing like ostrich boots and rhinestone pants, right? For sure. These are Kmart
7: cowboy, yeah. baby. Oh,
2: oh Lord. Oh,
0: God. That's good stuff.
2: <laughs>
0: and that's live radio for you. <laughs> what happened to the farm?
2: Oh so. Alright. I'll let you take a breath a breather. Thank you, and put you to work. Mm. So let's give away, uh, let's give away mm. some swag. Yeah. So men's t-shirt. Well, no, it's unisex, really. So yeah. t-shirt. t-shirt or ladies' tank top. And I am emphasizing lady. Well, no, you know, yeah, it's no, not because gotta, Matt Matt wore yep. the ladies' back tank top in pink. I got a picture to prove <laughs> it. So your choice, winner's choice: t-shirt or tank top. Icy Tech t-shirt or tank top. Winner's choice, give us a call, 866-708-FARM. That's 866-708-3276. Fifth caller this time, give us a buzz. You're listening to 100.9 The Farm. We'll be right back. Get him.
7: Woo, look at there. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family-owned company, and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high-quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation, quality, customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real, get
4: Higdon. IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ictech.com or visit the hardware house in Huntingdon, Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie, or Rev Power Sports in Jackson to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto-molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Lodge. <laughs> Uh, 100.9 The Farm. We have some real interesting characters in here. <laughs> so every time every time we go to break, right before we're about to come back, you know, Nick, who's producing the show, gives us the countdown. And Matt has a habit of clearing
1: his throat very obnoxiously, uh, intentionally. Yes. I'm going to try to not do it in the mic to blow your speakers, but it's something along the lines of. It's,
2: <laughs> It's awful. Yeah, you got to clear it's it all out. You know? So Nick gave it his best try to mimic and, and get even. No. no
0: so. Mine was actually very much needed. Yeah, yours
2: was good, but I'm like, you guys are just... Yeah. I can't even keep a straight face.
1: The fact that it's still surprising people that I do that. Like my friends. Like...
2: I, I just know we're going to be live in like 15 <laughs> seconds when I start hearing you hacking a hairball in the corner in the <laughs> night. I mean, cats sound better than you. Congratulations to Will Buttrey from Martin, Tennessee, who was our fifth caller and won an Icy Tech t-shirt. Actually, you didn't even ask him. No, I, I'm sure he we wants the t-shirt. Him.
0: We can message okay. him.
2: Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll reach out to you, Will, uh, when we call to get you set up. and You can pick between the t-shirt or the tank top. But if you were Matthew, mm. hi, I should have made you wear a tank top last night. That'd make a great video. I'm wearing a tank top right now. I wore a tank top. Well, I didn't wear a tank top. I wore a cutoff last night. We're, we're talking about two different tank tops.
0: It's not tight enough. We're wearing
1: dude. a whole lot of America right now, guys. Careful what you <laughs> careful what you're making fun of. These colors don't run. Is that shirt made in China? No, I don't know. Got it at Tar, tar-
2: <laughs> Somebody check his shirt. It, it you know, it's just like oh. buying the US flag made in China. <laughs> 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 What's that thing say? So? Rachel's got it. Well worn. Well, what? where where's it made? Does it say? It says he's wearing a whole lot of America. Probably look you know, look down lower where it says large or small. Yeah, there you go. It'd be on that tag
5: made in china oh! <laughs> come on tarjay <laughs>
2: american flag tank top yeah you're wearing a lot of american oh, looks, looks america <laughs> you probably get lead poisoning Man. from the paint in the shirt <laughs> uh, <boo. laughs> before you come calling us out i will have somebody in this studio <laughs> called bs <laughs> Friends in low places. That should be illegal. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to make an American flag shirt. Not here. Like, like, look, look. I'm, like, I'm not going to call out anybody on this one. But I'm going to tell you something that really irritated me. And and when you get, when you start to get into business, or, or you're a business owner, nothing will irritate you more than false advertising from a competitor. Oh yeah, it, it, it's the most crude thing you could. do. I think and, I know where you're going. Yeah, this. and trying to confront them is almost near impossible. The courts don't want to hear it. It, it, it's just not worth the ju- the juice and the squeeze. But there's a cooler company. We manufacture in Thailand. There's no secret about that at all. Thailand's a U.S. ally. The amount of homes and refugees that we save to reduce human trafficking, sex trafficking, and terrorism throughout Asia is immense. We don't manufacture in China. Look, some products are made in China. They're, it's the only place they're made. We get it. I get it. That cooler's been made there for over 30 years. It started there. They invented it. We're not going to try to take credit for somebody else that they invented something. So, anyways, there is a cooler selling Trump coolers for President Trump. And it has a huge USA flag on it saying, Make America Great Again. I don't care which political affiliation you're with. The, the, the cooler made in China. right? And, and they cover the Made in China sticker, which is required by federal law, with a U.S. flag. And and there's other ones that says design and engineered in U UNI, N United States. Um, it's still made in China. But look, if you don't manufacture domestically, there's probably a reason. You know, don't don't shame or hide from it because then in, you know I don't trust you because you're already trying to deceive me. Look, our cell phones are not made in the U S. There are cell phones that are made in the U S. Bet you didn't know that. I didn't know they are stupid Mm-mm. expensive. Yeah, are they good? <laughs> I don't know. No. I really don't know. But they're very expensive. They, you know, sub- cell phones are subsidized. Right. They're made right, right, overseas. But anyway, some, some products just, they come from overseas. They've always come from overseas. It is, dude, that was cool. Slick. <laughs> Slick with it, guys. Pen flew off the I counter. missed it. He two-fingered caught it. Wow. And was like, chill, try to bring it back. Like, yeah, that did happen. Super athletic, guys.
1: Super athletic. That's what that was. Hand-eye coordination. Mm. I mean, you could argue that me dropping the pen in the first place was against that point but uh, I digress. You go back to where you were. I'm going to sit back over here quietly. No, I stopped when you said you're athletic. Super athletic. Mm. I didn't say athletic. I I said super athletic.
2: (laughs) Nick's grunting again. I know. That's all he ever said. (laughs) How do you do your morning show? (laughs) The morning drive with Nick. (gasps) Uh, 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 uh. Do
1: they hear you picking your nose through the mic? I don't know. It's the morning
2: traffic report with Nick.
3: <laughs> Nick, how's the traffic one up there? <laughs> uh, uh,
2: mm, mm, yeah. Mm. How do you you, you are the, the host of the morning drive. Yeah. That, uh,
1: there it is. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh,
2: mm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I don't, oh, don't even know what else to say. This show is way out of control. I think that's the theme tonight is out of control. In the words of the late Regis Feldman,
3: <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh
2: man! I think we're just slap happy because we didn't sleep last night being out bow fishing. Yeah,
0: I'm chugging an
1: energy know what drink right now. Is. I'm drinking an energy drink at 8 o'clock at night. That's real intelligent. But I wouldn't be operating right now without one.
0: Think you're going to be able to sleep tonight? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't <laughs>
1: typically sleep anyway, so oh. I I stay awake until I pass out and then figure out what time that wakes up me up in the morning and try to do something again.
0: Yeah, I I get that. Yeah. You were a little late for work this morning. Mmm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. oh.
2: uh. now you start grunting. Uh. That's what Nick does. Yeah, but Nick doesn't have to be at work at our shop in the morning. <laughs> Nick has to host the morning
1: drive from his helicopter doing I got, the morning traffic. I got that first. I got that first customer service call this morning at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh no! Which, by the way, for people that don't know, I didn't fall asleep till almost five this morning from bow fishing. So, yeah. like nine o'clock seems like you should be up and moving, and typically I am. But You're usually up by like four or five anyways. I'm always up. Yeah, you know, I don't sleep, and I like mornings. Mornings my time for people who have you know. Loved ones, kids, mm-hmm. wives, husbands. That's, and at least in my house, that's my quiet time.
2: That's or had, my had. Yeah. I always just say, man, I'll own a company so I can sleep until 10, 11 o'clock. <laughs> uh, Negative. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm up <all> early. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the hand, my better half, she gets a few more hours of rest. Well, I just got a message from, uh, from, from
1: OSIS and saying he's ready.
2: What do you, what do you need?
1: Uh, it's almost time to... Yeah, Derek just messaged me and said he's ready. Yeah, whenever okay. we're ready. So, oh!
0: Well, we gotta wait till... Yep. We gotta wait till window, no, window yeah, flops. Well, so, yeah, we, we're This is out of control. Okay. Yeah. It's your fault. Uh, again. Happy yeah. birthday. Th- thank you. Just hit
1: a button, Nick. <laughs> just hit a button.
0: Well, I can't yet. Yeah, the windows haven't uh, switched hours yet.
2: Well, but... Do we have the Jeopardy uh, theme song? That's probably longer than 60 seconds. Anybody know how long the Jeopardy song is? I don't know. I think Honestly, it's I think it's until it... I don't know. I think you just loop it until... Well, here. Wow. We'll just make it easier. We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek can come on. Is that easier for you, Nick? Yeah. You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
6: This country was born to believe in something larger than itself. A belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything. From defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon, we built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born that has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on, love of country and love of a fine bourbon. America Bourbon, vet owned and made proudly in the USA, Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at americabourbon.com.
5: Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak, made for moments like this.
2: 100.9 The Farm, we are back to the lodge. Our second guest calling in tonight, the CEO and founder of Merica Bourbon, the man, the myth, the legend, Derek Sisson. Derek, how the heck are you?
9: I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate the, 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 the love you're giving me there in Tennessee.
2: Well, the honor's ours, and obviously, you know, here in Tennessee... We, we're, Tennessee's more of a whiskey state, Kentucky's the bourbon state, but <laughs> we don't have a preference. Nope. We drink both, so the honor's ours. <laughs> well,
9: you know, they both come out of corn, so they got that similarity, right? Uh, I mean, exactly. It,
2: it's, it's vegan, right? We can...
9: that, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. It is vegan. Gluten-free, if you will. <laughs>
2: so I didn't even know what those words were till after I got out of the military, nor do I really still care. I, st- I still don't know, <laughs> so awesome so derek i mean a lot a lot of crap going on in the world right now and you know we've known each other for a couple years um gotten to know each other a lot better over the last year and you're doing some pretty crazy and amazing things tell us a little bit about what you got going on
9: well you know we started america bourbon um about three and a half years ago and uh, basically the first year was mostly compliant but uh we've really been blessed along the way we're now in. uh uh, 47 states and, uh, 972 WalMarts nationwide. And, and most, you know, most of the big retailers are carrying us. We have the best customers in the world. We have such a, a loyal, uh, fan base, if you will. And I wanted to produce a, uh, a, a quality bourbon at a price that an E3 could afford. And if you guys don't know what an E3 is, that's a pretty low ranking member of the military. And, uh, the other guys on this uh, on the on the line here can relate to that because I'm sure we all drink uh, some pretty bad stuff when we were at at the E3 level. So <laughs> you know we're we're really patriotic. I mean we, we love this country and and uh, as we mentioned off there, you know I called it America because I believe America was already trademarked. And um, I thought that's how it was spelled. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the Marine, Marine call, in you. you yeah. know, we,
9: I wrote it in crayon. You know what country I love best when I joined it's the
1: Perfect. I'll be
2: honest. On the, be, you, on the bottom of this page.
1: You being a former Marine, I, I mean, I expect nothing less.
2: There you go. There you go. But there's there's a reason you picked bourbon constitutionally mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. other liquors, and, and why is that?
9: Because uh, bourbon's actually the only true American spirit, Um, and that was uh, that was um, Congress um, put that out there, I believe in 1964. Off the top of my head, 64, 65, to make it an official American spirit, and it's the actually only true American spirit, as I mentioned. Um, You know, Scotch is from Scotland. Um, You know, tequilas from Mexico. And so, you know, I mean, if you're going to call yourself America, you better have a spirit that is 100 percent American.
3: Oh, and uh, awesome. there's
9: been wars fought over. As we know, the Whiskey Rebellion over taxation uh, during George Washington's uh, time in office a little <laughs> while back. But, um, you know, I like the rebellious nature of, um, of this country. And um, I like the fact that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a spirit that uh, actually uh, war was fought over, so to speak. Wow.
2: Well, that's a pretty impressive story. I mean, just to go from concept to compliance to distribution in that scale uh, that quick, I mean, that, that speaks volumes of the quality of the product.
9: I hope so. I mean, we worked really hard at the formula. We spent about a year working on the formula, and, um, you know, we, we, we feel we got it right. I mean, you could always improve what you're doing, which we're coming out with a reserve now. We're aging it a little longer but um, you know, I, when I started the brand, I really didn't have uh, you know multi million dollar budget to lay down countless bottles. Of, uh, excuse me, countless barrels of bourbon in a rack house. So um, you know, being a distributor before a brand owner, I had worked with a lot of uh, a lot of brands, visited a ton of distilleries. In fact, I represented uh, the majority of my brands in Texas that I represented came out of Tennessee, and um, along that way, I, I learned about. Uh, several processes um, that could expediate the aging process of, um, of whiskey. Hmm. And so that's the route I took. And it also pulls out a great deal of the uh, impurities. And, um, you know, people seem to like it. I mean, we we, we kind of use technology to make uh, a quality product and make it affordable for the masses.
2: That's awesome. I mean, and when you say affordable so, so an E3 can afford it, I mean, even at E5, we were still drinking stuff. Cheaper than that, I mean, and absolutely. there's been there's yep. been some days we we've had some uh well wow. I, I don't want to give them any any credit here, but the old days of mad dog hangovers <laughs> uh, you know so, so changing to something like America bourbon was almost like getting a promotion in your own life and it's like, wow, this is so much better than this other crap we've been drinking
9: <laughs> yeah, absolutely I remember going to the uh, the commissary and picking up lab, uh, uh, bottles of wine that the label was done in crayon. By a fifth grader, I believe. So,
2: yeah. I was thinking you know, Boon's Farm when you said
9: that. You.
1: I, I bet a bunch <laughs> and, uh, of bu- yeah. a, among a bunch of Marines, those probably flew off the
2: shelf.
9: <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. It was a, it was a relatable product, right? <laughs> mm, wine, mm, whiskey, <laughs> yum, good.
2: Now, if you're listening at home, we 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 make jokes back and forth, and people think, you know, man, you guys must not like that guy, or or Derek doesn't like you guys. That that's not how it works. So if you've never been in the military, we had we you know you've heard we have this friendly, uh, we'll call it banter, banter, you and that. you know jabs at each other, and, and it's all in good fun. It's love for the brotherhood and sisters that that fought side by side. But you know we'll pick on each other and we'll make Marine jokes, and I'm sure there's going to be a Navy joke here coming up soon because I'm outnumbered. But um, most of them I can't say live. No, though. they're not appropriate for FM. So <laughs> I'm I'm a little safe there. But uh you know we we'll joke back and forth but the ultimate rule is if you, if you've been on the outside and you're making a jab at another service member we're we're all going to turn on you. Yep. So you you definitely don't want to join in the fun if you've never served. <laughs> that's but That's a good point.
9: That's, that's <laughs> quite valid, my friend.
2: I mean, I, well and I think Air Force definitely takes the brunt of most of the jokes uh as does the coast guard but i mean we've sat in in places before and somebody would chime in and make a jab at the air force guy and and the guy didn't even serve in the salvation army right and you know we're all going to lay into you at that point so you know just just everybody knows it's all in good fun yeah it's coming Uh, from a place of love derek
1: knows everybody you know the military we all we all know that it's coming from a good place
9: well maybe you guys are saying that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that, but you know, as a Marine I don't feel that way
3: about
9: the army. <laughs> it wasn't any good fun at all on my
2: side, you know? <laughs> well, and you know, one of these days, you know, when when we're just maybe doing just podcasts separate from from live air. You know, we, we could probably tell some more of these jokes sometime oh, yeah. when, when we're not censored by the FCC, but, That's uh, true. in any That's case, true. so American Bourbon's available at nearly every Walmart in the country if they sell alcohol. Um, but, but another fascinating thing is you've got another product in the pipeline.
8: We do.
9: Um, we're actually, um, we just, we have some real exciting news. One is, this is a good announcement. We have, uh, lowered the price on American Bourbon. And um starting next month, um, depending on the state and their taxation, will range from anywhere from nineteen ninety nine on the shelf to twenty four ninety nine. Wow. wow! Course, depending on the state and uh, how many tiers they have in it. Um and then also we have a new home for America Bourbon. Uh it will be in Galveston, Texas. Same quality product. We'll be shipping in barrels. Um we will also be aging barrels there and uh and we'll there's gonna be tours to be had we're setting up a barrel program and the location is right on the beach so you know come down and visit us uh starting in october possibly november down in galveston island texas
2: oh man and so
9: the new product we have coming out we're actually doing america rum besides the reserve we're doing out of galveston um hmm. where i have teamed up um with a couple of uh, navy seals as hard as that was for Ouch. me to do <laughs> um, I won't announce the names yet because we're still finalizing some things, but we will be coming out with a rum from Galveston Island, done at Galveston Island, um, in the fall. And what a better place to do it. I mean, it was a pirate colony uh, with Jean Lafitte called mm-hmm. Campeche. Um, so he burned it down and escaped the Spanish and English authorities. And then in the 20s, it was the home of rum, rum runners. And now, why not a couple of uh, you know former servicemen, um, you know, start doing a, a product down there and uh, and uh, follow those uh, kind of outlaw traditions, if you will.
2: Well, what a better choice to work with some frogs that uh, potential pirate hunters, with rum being the center focus of it. And I, I think I know one of the guys you're working with, but I won't spoil it. I won't I won't let the cat out of the bag. Uh, but they're great guys, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to that product. Um, Yeah,
9: as you know, Patrick, you know, when you surround yourself, you know, it's all about the team you put together, right?
2: Oh, absolutely.
9: You know, surrounding yourself with the right people, um, hiring the right people. So one of the things I'm trying to do with America Bourbon is obviously, um, you know, mentor um, entrepreneurship, you know, after into active duty service. um, And also, you know, hire the right people, um, you know, formulate that team of veterans non-veterans it doesn't have to be a veteran it can be you know just folks that love america and and want to give back
2: and and you just hit the nail on the head with something right there giving back you know as everybody knows we're in the outdoor space um and giving back and being in the outdoors is something that i'm going to gravitate towards and you're going to have my undivided attention and that's something you do and we talked about this uh back in january or february uh when you and i were out in vegas you know, you're getting vets outdoors. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing. Yeah, so
9: I started, when I started the brand, um, you know, just kind of, always just kind of come out of pocket, so to speak. And, um, you know, I started a, a hog hunt. We have 8,000 acres, I share with some gentlemen, uh, down in South Texas, and uh, plenty of hogs and, and deer, wild turkey, um, most, most uh, animals you can eat or think of are available mm-hmm. down at that location. Dove, uh, you you know dove season's ramping up now. But I started a hunt, and I take um, several, um, probably twenty to thirty folks out of my community um, each year um, through the Recon Sniper Foundation, and um, we we get those guys out. A lot of guys are suffering from PTSD and um, on several other issues, possibly injuries that they sustained during combat. And we, um, you know, we, 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 everybody seems to really appreciate the camaraderie, uh, the chance to get outdoors and uh, breathe, get out of the city, so to speak, and, um, you know, putting their hands on a firearm once again, sometimes can be a good feeling when you haven't done it for a long time. It's a familiar space uh, for a lot of guys, but mostly the camaraderie, I would have to say, bringing people together. And uh, I don't think there's any better formula. Um, for For helping folks, and certainly with the suicide epidemic we have going on within the veteran community is um, you know reaching out to brothers and spending time with them quality time, I should say
2: absolutely and that I mean it doesn't hold more true getting guys outdoors. I mean, I've firsthand seen the effect that that has on folks um, whether whether they're fishing or hunting or or sometimes even just camping during the off season and getting getting the old crew back together and and just sitting around reminiscing. You know, as painful as that can be sometimes, the therapeutic mm-hmm. side of that, uh, the effects are just tenfold. But, Derek, let me ask you something. You know, you didn't just all of a sudden one day after the Marine Corps pick up a rifle and said, I want to go hog hunting. Who, who kind of inspired you to get into the outdoors?
9: Well, I, you know, I, I've always been an outdoorsman. Um, when I was young, we, my, my parents decided to leave Houston and move to rural southern Colorado. So I grew up in uh, the San Luis Valley um, a little town called Sawatch of about 600 people. And uh, if you've ever been to that part of the country, as you know, it's a prime hunting, fishing area. So grew up fishing the streams and lakes in that area, elk hunting, deer hunting. And so it's always kind of been in my blood. And so when I got involved in this lease and got involved with the brand itself, I saw the opportunity to share with a lot of folks um, that one of the things that I love, which is the outdoors and experiencing the outdoors. And what, I, I just want to touch on something you said a little earlier about the com- camaraderie. And, you know, a lot of these folks, these guys that get out there, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the hunting, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that maybe they've been apprehensive about reaching out to the community again. But it's all, it, it, it does give them a chance to, to get with like-minded individuals and some of them who are experiencing the same hurts and pains as they are. And it also has you. Also have the opportunity in the outdoors with these other folks to meet new people that have those same experiences in different parts of the country. So what what's happened out of this hog hunt and uh, that I put together is now a lot of these guys who met at the hog hunt maybe they'll go visit somebody in Georgia who was there who 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 does has a hunting camp or lodge in Georgia. Maybe there's a guy who showed up who runs deep sea fishing charters and. In Key West. So it's all about networking and the unity of the whole thing. And the outdoor portion of it is the catalyst, in my opinion.
2: Mm -mm. No, 100%. And I think, I mean, you you are following that model that we strive to be to a T um, as far as being a successful brand, giving back, keeping your integrity, and doing the right thing. And I think, you know, if more companies align themselves that way, uh, it re- really would remove a lot of the problems in society today um, if everybody thought that same way. And, and it's not to say, well, you know, one way is right, one way is wrong, but you know, going out, working your butt off, building something, and, and giving back to those in need is, is the model we strive for as a society. So, I mean, my hats off to you, Derek. You're doing an absolute amazing job, and uh, we're very proud to work with America Bourbon and, and America Bourbon as a sponsor of Back to the Lodge i can't stress that enough um but when we talk about getting outdoors and, and what we're doing so the end of the day when when derek's not you know at the shop or sipping on a bourbon or whatever it may be what, what's your favorite outdoor activity to do
9: well you know i i've been lucky enough I, I moved to new Braunfels, texas so i am surrounded by uh some nature i'm i'm right here at the cru- at the intersection so to speak with the comal river and the guadalupe river 15 minutes from canyon lake so i've really started a, a. I never fly fish before but that's that's a new undertaking and i it's a little more difficult than a rod reel oh, I yeah. tell you. <laughs> and uh it takes a lot more patience but i'm you know i'm, I'm learning it and it's, it's the good thing about it it is getting me outdoors and it is teaching me that patience maybe we all need certainly right Oh, and absolutely. a fly fishing will give you the patience of Job if you've never done it before.
1: <laughs> have you have you played with tying your own flies yet? I haven't. I'll tell yeah. you what, like when I got a pretty deep dive at one point into fly fishing. Um, mostly just top water for bluegill and stuff like that. But but regardless, when you start learning how to tie some of these simple flies where it's something that you've crafted and, and then I mean you know from the fly fishing you've been doing how much more intimate that catch is. Oh yeah! now you step that up to a fly that you tied yourself it's a i mean it's an incredible experience it's awesome
9: yeah i could see that um i, I mean it, it it is all you know i mean i mean other than throwing a worm on there right or live bait whatever you're fishing for but the fact that you're you know the, trying to catch it on a fly and its most natural element is 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 i think is um uh what's the word i'm looking for it's it's um I don't know. It's just a great feeling when you do. You know, when you do catch something
2: on it. Yeah, I mean, you're simulating nature and you're you're becoming exactly. one with the environment. So, I mean, to you know, I kind of compare it to turkey hunting. I guess that'd be a good analogy. You know, most other forms of hunting, you know, you're either doing the the stalking method or tree stands, whereas with turkeys, you you know, you're communicating with them. You're actually talking to them, even though we may not understand you know what that communication means necessarily. But when you're you're making that call and they're calling back to you, I, I kind of compare that to fly fishing. I mean, you're 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 simulating their world, and uh, it, it's just a more personal uh, meaning to yourself and a, and a deeper understanding of how nature really works. Versus you know, and there's nothing wrong with throwing the worm and bobber in there. We still do it, yes, and, we do. and oh, it's yeah. very successful, um, especially for panfish. But yeah, I mean, I haven't even gotten into fly fishing yet, and I mean, you're you're light years ahead of me. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think everything everything around you uh, is doing really great work, and and I cannot say that enough. I mean, if you're looking to you know just on a Friday night, Saturday night, or heck, even maybe even a Tuesday night, um, you know, if you're looking for a good spirit to have and uh, and align with what this country stands for in 500 ways from Friday, that's America Bourbon. I sure. mean, hands down, yep. from the product to the brand to the name to the CEO to the company to the employees to the philanthropy, it, it is everything that we promote and strive to be. Uh, so again, my hat's off to you, brother.
9: Uh, I appreciate that, and I was listening when you're talking about calling the turkeys. so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've I've hunted turkeys down to the least, and the only thing I called was my shotgun. <laughs> 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 because there's so many turkeys down there, I didn't have to call any. It They're just so numerous, you know. I just uh, yeah. Okay, so, maybe uh, maybe you're a little
2: spoiled that, then.
9: <laughs> <a colleague, laughs> so, you know, maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna have to tie those flies as a punishment for that. Somehow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, Derek, let me ask you one last question here, and this is the big one. A lot of people are sitting at home right now going, going through some hard times and trying to figure out how to get outdoors. And if you were to go back to your younger years and look back on everything you've done, what advice would you give somebody that's thinking about changing their life and, and finding their way in the outdoors?
9: Um, you know, I think the first step is just going out there, right? I mean – I think we've been so conditioned, um, you know, in, in American society, uh, you know, being indoors, and people are now binge watching TV shows. And as you know, right, all these expressions like Netflix and chill, and whatever that looks like. And you know what? A, I mean, I was blessed enough to have a, a father who who took me hunting and fishing at a very young age. I remember getting my first twenty-two at um, at twelve. Years old and and him taking me fishing for rainbow trout, you know, nine ten years old. I think that that's really the first step, right? I mean, it, as a family, um, mm-hmm. now with COVID happening, what a great opportunity, right? I mean, we, we're distracted by so many things, such as professional sports, and once again, it keeps you inside in front of the TV, right? Which isn't good for the waistline either. Yeah. So, if you're a parent listening, um, you know, the first thing i would say is just hey you know go get that Zebco uh fishing rod if they still make those right and uh you know kids all, all my memories were the my best memories of my childhood were outdoors camping with my family it doesn't cost near the money and you're you're instilling a wonderful memories and the same memories that they'll pass on to their children
2: absolutely and i'm gonna i mean i agree 100 and i'm going to add to that because I'm thinking, listening to what your words were and wanting to kind of put a memo out there to myself, and that's that, not just to follow that advice, but I also think, you know, maybe the single-parent household where there's uh, a young boy or young girl that wants to get outdoors, but maybe mom doesn't know how, or maybe dad doesn't know how, and have my own son or myself reach out to them and extend that open arm uh, to give them an opportunity that maybe their parent is not ready to give them or doesn't know how. Um, and I, that was just kind of a memo to myself. I'm listening to your words. And I'm thinking, man, I need to step it up. But I also need to extend that to those that may not have that opportunity, um, even if it is just one child at a time. So,
9: yeah, I love that. And the same thing happened to me. I mean, I'd go out, I would go camping with my cousins, they would invite neighborhood kids and so forth. And I I love what you just said. There's no truer statement than that. You know, it's all about community and I think once you get it in you, right, it never leaves. Exactly. You know? There's something about nature and that kind of gives you peace for sure, no doubt about it. And sometimes we got to separate ourselves from all the noise.
2: Well, and like I said, that wasn't to take away from what you said. It was perfect, but what you said inspired me to have a gut check and go, "Look, I need to do more myself." And I thank you for that. So, I mean, yeah, that, that was personal for me. I appreciate that advice. Derek, from growing up from Texas to Colorado to Force Recon Marine to CEO of America Bourbon and getting in the outdoors, our hat's off to you. Absolutely. Thank you yep. so much, brother. Oh, yeah.
9: Hey, you, you know, I really appreciate appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, we do sell online, so if anybody's looking to – not in every state, but the majority of them – so if you want to purchase online – uh, you can go to www.americabourbon.com without the A, America, and uh, we also have home delivery on there with Drizzly in participating state. and they can have that bourbon to you to your house in uh, thirty and excuse me, sixty minutes or less.
2: Wow! And also too, they can follow you on social media. What what's the social media pages?
9: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can follow me at America Bourbon on Facebook. It's uh, And uh, Instagram, America Bourbon. And my personal is Recon Houston on Instagram.
2: Well, there you go. The man, the myth, the legend, American Bourbon. We've got a bottle up here right now, Derek, and we're about to crack that sucker open. So thank you for everything. You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm. We'll be right back. Stick around.
6: This country was born to believe in something larger than itself, a belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything from defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon. We built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born that has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on, love of country and love of a fine bourbon. America Bourbon, vet owned and made proudly in the USA, Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at americabourbon.com.
0: Usually right about now, we'd be playing some music. But due to restrictions and copyrights, we can't allow music to play. So if you'd like to hear music in between breaks, tune in every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com. Click the Listen Now button and you'll be back to the lodge.
7: This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family owned company and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com Innovation. Quality. Customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon. 100.9
2: The Farm. We are back to the lodge. So now you know a little more behind the scenes of what American Bourbon's all about. I love Derek. He's such a great dude. But even more so, great product. Yeah. So I feel like that was like Needed to happen. <laughs> like, people need, needed to know more about the America bourbon ad, like to have Derek on. That was pretty cool.
1: And he is a busy dude. Well, and sort of tie in what you're saying earlier with that certain cooler company that was sort of using the flag to mask who they are. Mm-hmm. What's awesome about America bourbon is it's not just the name that makes you think that it's represented to this. It actually is. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see some people actually representing that flag so I
2: I think and not just that but I mean I and you know, I learned from Derek in the past recently you know that bourbon is actually a recognized spirit of the U.S. government. Yeah, and I didn't know that. The only I did American spirit. So I, I thought that was pretty neat. I would have thought for sure. Well, I guess, you guess know, whiskey and all that comes from Scotland. So
0: yeah, I like and I, Scotch. So. I didn't know that bourbon was the OG of America. Yeah, I did not know that. And that was pretty cool. I mean. Rachel knows. She's from Bardstown.
2: (laughs) Who would have thought there was so many bourbon companies in one little town in Kentucky? But no, it's pretty cool. And if you ever get a chance to go up there uh, in Bardstown, Kentucky, there's a ton of distilleries there. Um, And it's kind of amazing. There's a lot of big names. I mean, everybody, Jim Beam's not far from there, Makers Mark, Heaven Hill. Uh, I mean, there's just so many of them. It's like one after the other after that. So something good in the soil there, I don't know. But I'm I'm sure there's a reason. But yeah, that's... (laughs) You know, Derek is, he's on to something. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely working. And I, I, the first time I actually saw Derek, you know, with the bourbon stuff was when he was on Sean Hannity um, with Fox News. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, it must be pretty good. So then I tried it and it was even better. So we'll have to crack that bottle open tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so last week it was barbecue sauce. Yep. <laughs> that was a plug. Now it's getting sauced. <laughs>
3: see
1: what I did there. (laughs)
2: Where's that, where's that, uh, drum, drum right there? Yep.
0: Where's Frank when you need him?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, cooler time?
0: Cooler time. It's cooler time. That's not like,
2: we can't get in trouble for, you know, copyright, are we? Cooler time. It's not. No, no, I think. I think think we're good. Yeah. Okay. I think we're good, yeah. So. Five minutes.
1: Do you got your stopwatch ready, Matt? Give me a minute. Let me get her going. Get that
2: smartphone going there. All right, buddy. I'm ready when you, you got are. Five-minute counter ready. I'm ready. All right. My phone. My thing cleared. So now I got to go back to my I'm gonna. Phone I'm going to gonna start name. this as soon <laughs> as you say the name. All right. The phone number. If your name is Melissa Kraus Soria... You've got five minutes to call 866-708-FARM, 866-708-3276 for liking and sharing our post. You're listening to Back to Lodge. you got five minutes.
4: IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ICTech.com or visit the Hardware House in Huntingdon, Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie, or Rev Power Sports in Jackson to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA.
0: Usually, right about now, we'd be playing some music, but. Due to restrictions and copyrights, we can't allow music to play. So if you'd like to hear music in between breaks, tune in every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com. Click
5: the Listen Now button and you'll be back to the lodge. Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now, for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak. Made for moments like this. You're listening to
2: Back to the Lodge. on The Farm. Nick, what in God's name was that noise you just made?
5: Uh, pterodactyl? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was like a peacock getting hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You guys crack me up. Like if you think we have fun on the air Yeah. You <laughs> should hear behind the scenes when this when the music's playing. I'm, I'm glad that doesn't get recorded. Yeah, because people would have seen you spray yourself with contact cleaner a few weeks ago. <laughs> that was epic. <laughs> it's
3: not canned air. <laughs> no,
2: Sherlock.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's warnings all over that can
2: that I just bypassed when I did it. Not to mention the can's red. Well, whatever. (laughs) Stranger danger. (laughs) What a Uh. disappointment. Well, speaking of disappointments, unfortunately, Alyssa, if you're listening, which you're probably not, because if you were, you would have called in to claim your cooler. Mm -mm -mm. So, I think we're going to push this on to next week. I think we should keep it rolling Yeah. so next week we'll have a post out there like and share the page and the post let us know that you shared it give us a thumbs up a done head nod or you know actually send a giphy of somebody picking their nose is that how you say that or is it just gif I don't know well it says giphy on my app g-i-f-y Mm-hmm. A GIF is an image. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard exactly. GIF before. Have you ever heard that? I, 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 I don't, don't know think that I that's have. not what
1: it is. I have no idea. And it could be
2: com- it could be completely correct. Yeah,
1: I have no clue. Somebody will correct us
2: because it doesn't GIF stand for like graph graphic. I don't know. Info, it, information stands for a picture that moves. No, <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot GIF G I F is a used to be an image. Yeah. GIF. So a GIF is GIF. Then giffy was an app at one point GIF why and that was like this little video cartoon I think mine says why too I really do but I've just never Uh, the the way um, you
1: said it was weird
2: (laughs) giffy
0: like Giffy. there's a plug for peanut butter (laughs) I was thinking the same thing
2: I love when you hear people talk about memes and you get somebody when it first came out they're like oh that's a meme it's a mem mine just says
0: GIF
1: right there next to the like where you type Ah. i don't know i like i said i am no expert in the sub i just never heard anybody say that
2: we we, we are the generation <laughs> that learned how to program vcrs yeah. The,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah the fact that i can even use this phone is amazing
2: i mean you were using it to map our fishing routes and lines yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. that's pretty cool
1: Yep. i mean bow fishing i don't need i don't care how deep the water is i can see if I can see, you know, it's just what I can see. I don't care if it's eight foot deep, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. So all I need is a GPS. And don't you remember those days when you take like ACTs and SATs and the teacher said, you'll never have a calculator with you right. the rest of your life <laughs> everywhere yeah. you go.
1: <laughs> or you had, to, you had <laughs> to buy the $200 TI 87 plus X, you know, Y that. You, I'll never forget you, it was the 83 the,
2: and the 83 plus or yeah. the 84. Oh,
1: you had to buy that. But now my phone does more than that.
0: Yeah, it does your homework for it. Right. I'll be honest. The one we, the ones we had in school, they had games on them. So I would sit through school. What had games on them? The the TI calculators. Well, you had to program them in there. Connect them to somebody else.
2: Well, I remember wait just, a minute. He was just in school a few years ago. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so the, I'd this be sit- was over a decade ago yeah, for us. I'd be sitting through math class and just playing like Snake on it. <laughs> 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 playing? Never mind. <laughs> have you never heard of the game Snake? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, 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 we have. <laughs> wow. I'm, not,
2: I'm, not, touching I'm wow. not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm
1: not touching it. You're not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> it. You're not
2: touch- That's probably <laughs> a
0: safe bet.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we said, out of control. Well, sorry for running that one into the wall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the wall, the gutter. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so...
2: We apologize to the regular subscriber listeners that we're hoping to hear uh, Johnny Cash. (laughs) (laughs) I think at some point people are just going to start
1: listening to this for the train wreck. Yeah. They're just standing on the edge of the tracks just hoping.
2: (laughs) Guys, we will get this. Somebody somebody has the FCC on speed dial and is just waiting. We will get this figured out. Or maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe this is what we are. Are we supposed to put forth effort? I don't, I don't know. I'm just here. Yeah. To... I mean, yeah, of course we are. But
3: uh. mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> The look on your face. God bless you. With radio, they just have no idea how messed up you are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They'll learn as these videos and stuff start coming out. They'll figure it out.
2: Well, and that's why we talked to Nick. We do have to start getting some sort of cameras in the studio. Beca- or Maybe we just need to put it like on Zoom. So like when you're talking, it just automatically pans to you. But then again, when I'm talking, that's when some of your best faces come out.
1: I think the grand scheme eventually is that there's one, two, three cameras in here
2: that we can then upload these videos. So I think you, you need can, a fourth one so you can see the uh, audience behind us. <laughs> we get some eye rolls back there too sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Nick, how are you finishing up your birthday tonight, bud? What are you doing?
0: Oh man. What am I doing? Probably buy just, some Kleenex. What? What? <laughs> so we can stop using the finger.
2: Oh, buy some Kleenex. Buy some Kleenex. I thought you said visine and Kleenex. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what?
1: I mean, I don't yeah. I'm, that's a different topic.
0: Uh, uh, no. Um I'm probably gonna probably gonna uh go home, probably get on Facebook and thank everybody for the birthday wishes and Call it a day, man. It's been a awesome. great one.
2: Yeah, it, it has been a great day. And what a great cheesecake.
0: That for was real. Awesome. That
2: was It was the nice highlight finish to everything in the meals and in the show and the birthday.
0: Oh, and come on. Before we get out of here, dude, we got to have that America bourbon shot.
2: Oh, absolutely. We'll take a picture. We'll post it next week for everybody. Yeah. Give Derek a little shout out so everybody can find his bourbon. Oh, yeah. So, I know everything's out of control, <laughs> and you said <laughs> all right, so Melissa didn't win the cooler, but what her you know
1: her loss is potentially somebody else's gain
2: next week, right, but I mean, it's only eight forty five well, okay. and we also had an
1: idea we're not going to say it publicly yet, but something that you may want to be watching our Facebook page for during the week um Fire drill. Yeah, fire drill. We'll that's what, that's what we'll drill. call it. Fire drill. Another opportunity, you know, from the great getaway giveaway show that we are. Uh just stay tuned to the Facebook page. Might have an opportunity to get
2: something else. Yeah. You know. I may have to get some uh Mossy Oak swag too. Yeah. And some America bourbon swag. That'd be kinda cool. Definitely. I'd put, mix this up a little bit. I mean, not that I'm not in a giving mood, but <laughs> <laughs> like giving's getting a little
1: expensive. <laughs> and we need to, you know what we need from anybody listening that has that creative touch is we need some oh, sure. back to the lodge swag. So if somebody's got a design yeah, touch where to they design. can try to design us, we've been trying to think about, you know, what would make a good looking t-shirt, um, something like that. So if somebody yeah, out there did. would,
2: I mean, we've got a logo, so we definitely need yep. some artworks so If somebody, you know, however you perceive the show. I'd be curious. I'd, I would rather get artwork from a listener. Me too. Than, you know, using somebody in the staff or paying somebody to try to design something, even though they may, and, and most of them are pretty creative with what they do, but I'd rather it be coming from a listener. I just think that's cool. Yeah. Be like that guy or that gal put that artwork. I I just think that's cool.
1: But it is a conversation we've been having here fairly regularly is getting some type of back to the lodge swag. Whether those eventually become giveaways or if they're just you know for different events, but we need look. Me and Patrick and Nick are many things. Uh, digitally creative <laughs> yeah. is not that thing. Not graphically even creative, I guess would be the word. I have a
2: guy for that. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's doing a lot for us already. Yeah, and we're going to keep him busy. <clears throat> but but we're going to take a quick break. Um, and I want to point out we're going to have a, there's a message from the sponsors. But by popular request from. Last week, which stemmed from two weeks ago, mm-hmm. is Nick's song "Sipping on Memories." Oh, so we got it in the lineup. We're gonna take a quick break, and after those ads, you're gonna hear Nick's song, and it's a great song. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes, yep. Yep. and all the major platforms because he's just cool like that. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna try to snatch another piece of that cheesecake. Do it, man. You're listening to Back to the Lodge on 100.9 The Farm.
7: Get up. Woo, look at there. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family-owned company and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high-quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation. Quality. Customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon.
0: Usually right about now, we'd be playing some music, but due to restrictions and copyrights, we can't allow music to play. So if you'd like to hear music in between breaks, tune in every Wednesday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central and hear us live at backtothelodge.com. Click the Listen Now button and you'll be back to the lodge.
6: This country was born to believe in something larger than itself, a belief that the citizens within it could accomplish anything. From defeating an empire to sending a man to the moon, we built cities, formed the land, and through this an original spirit was born. It has forged friendships, been celebrated, and at times been the cause of debate. We might not always agree, but there is one thing we can all agree on. Love of country and love of a fine bourbon. America Bourbon. Vet owned and made proudly in the USA. Available nationwide at most leading retailers and at americabourbon.com.
2: 100.9 The Farm. We are back to the lodge. Well, episode four is in the books. We're a month in. What I mean, what a ride. <laughs> it's just, it, you know, if you could imagine what we expected and what it turned into, not even close. Right. Um, truly grateful. Truly, truly grateful. Um, you know, we, we want to make a point. You know, we want to have laughs. We want to share laughs. Matt and I joke and clown. Nick's catching on super quick you know we we want to have fun and let people know look you can get outside you can find a lot of peace and a little bit of a break in your day to just get outdoors you know go hike you've heard so many stories from so many people you know whether you get out there hiking camping fishing walking biking i mean you've heard you've you've already heard all of those ends right. from three different corners of the continent already so until next week ask yourself what are you Grateful for. Live from 100.9 The Farm in Carroll County, I'm Patrick. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And we'll see you next week when we head back to the lodge. See you then.
4: What was that?
3: Ready?